morning, you all. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network live in Atlanta, Georgia, right here this morning. We are in the Spicy Peach. I am so excited to be here. This is like almost like a take two because unfortunately I couldn't come the first time with a whole crew, um, family emergency, and I'm so excited to be here today that we made it through the bumpy flight here. Weather is fine, not a little rain, but the warmth of the community and the, the feeling in the store is just love and sunshine and rainbows, and I'm so excited to be here. Um, so let's take it from the top. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking, eating it. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Um, I cook for Shabbos, for Yonza, for Pesach. Yes, that P word is coming up. Purim and Pesach, both around the corner. And we've got some great ideas for you going on here today from Spicy Peach. So tune in every week, and I hear, you'll hear about my exciting kosher food travel my exciting guests and just an all-round good time there you go I've said it like literally being used I've said this lot these that paragraph today is my 200th show I have done 200 shows it is accomplishment I started my first show Yoni and I just had a look on the podcast because it was in our podcasted we'll talk about more more about that later in the show but the first show was January 31st 2013 my guests was Alan Broner um, from Jack's Gourmet Sausages he'd just come out with a first person to um, sell um, whole, uh, retail the uh, kosher facon. So uh, he was on the show and our general manager, Miriam L. Wallach, they were my first guests. And it's been a love story ever since between food and listeners and people in the community, me and the Nachum Siegel Network. I love you guys. Miriam and Nachum, thank you for all the great opportunities that you have given me. And I've just had a blast doing this. When people say to me, I love your accent, I could hear, listen to you talk all day. I can now say you can listen to me for 200 hours. Go to nachamsegal.com. You can listen to me on the app. You can listen to me on the iTunes podcast. But I feel like today, right, Yoni is a big milestone. And I got to just want to say thank you, ZK, because without you, I don't sound like anything. There would just be dead silence. So... Um, really, thank you so much for coming uh, every week and you slip into uh, uh, the Lower East Side and we make it happen. So thank you, thank you. And to all my guests, there's probably over 400 guests over the last seven years. Um, a lot of the guest products are actually in Spicy Peach. So it's really exciting to see how someone's first initial idea had come in. There were a guest on the show and then I see their products in Atlanta, Georgia several years later. So, kolakavod to everyone. All right, I've got a great lineup at the Spicy Peach. Our show is sponsored by our friends Natural and Kosher. And I'm very, they were a sponsor for a year, a couple of years back, and we've stayed in touch. They come on the show every once in a while. I love working with them. We're going to be making cheese boards. We're going to be deep frying southern fried food with Alex Edov later on the show. This will be his third appearance uh, on, on, um, table for two so I'm very excited uh, having him on um, but before I introduce the rest of the guest list I just want to give you know every week I do a little bit of the uh, shout outs that's coming up um, so a shout out to Bonnet Olam um, I'm going to be doing an event 
on Matzei Shabbat, this coming Matzei Shabbat in Teaneck, New Jersey. I'm going to be doing a kosher chopped competition. So come on down. We've already got contestants, but you'll be part of our audience. So hopefully you'll make it down to Teaneck and you can always donate to Bon Olam because they are the most wonderful cause. Um, they help uh, families with infertility and they're just a support system financially and emotionally. So, um, you know, Bon Olam is just a worthy, worthy, worthy cause. Okay, now we're talking about restaurants. Um, I just want to give a mention about um, mozzarella in Crown Heights. Oh, my gosh. What a fantastic meal. Uh, I went with my family on President's Day, which was two days ago. Everything's like all mixed up in my head. I've been up since four. So like, it's like I've already had a full day. So today's right now is really like Thursday. Um, so mozzarella, fabulous. It's like a Manhattan space, but in Crown Heights. Food was fabulous, well-priced, something for everyone from high end to the kids, pizzas, pastas, um, appetizers that blew my mind and the desserts are incredible. I'm so picky with desserts, but really big shout out to them. Our streets in Cedarhurst. I got to eat there twice since I've been on the air last. And um, Kingston Pizza, Mendy Berkowitz. I found you in Kingston, Pennsylvania. I walked into your pizza shop. We made such a great connection. You fed my family. I had no idea that uh, I never heard of Kingston, Pennsylvania before. It's right near Scranton to give it some a geographical framework. Fabulous pizza shop. Mendy used to work in um, Tierra Sur in California. So he's had some great training. So his pizza store was really elevated. It's downstairs of the shore basement. You would never know it's there. It's hard to find. But it was absolutely fabulous. You can use your kosher GPS. Um, our friend Yitzi Katz. Uh, shout out to Yitzi, of course. See, it's shout out time. Um, um, has it on the app as well so you can download the app and always find it if you are in Scranton or in the area nearby um all right I think I can catch my breath now I think I got all the information out welcome to everyone to this amazing supersize show and I hope you'll stick with us for the next two hours yes I said two hours this is our first we said it's two for 200 okay so we're going to have a show from 9 to 11 all right, whoops, there you go. I've got a cheese board in front of me and I'm very excited. So I'm like very animated now and I've got this cheese board in front of me and everything's going to go flying. Everyone go onto the YouTube channel now. You're not going to want to miss. You can listen, but remember you can also view. So you don't want to miss today's action-packed show. I want to introduce a friend of mine who we are literally mishpacha. We work for the Mishpacha magazine. We actually met for the first time. We're in a chat and we really are like family. We're the, we're the family family. Sarah Fagi Berkowitz, she is a, um, a writer, a, a creative genius. And I love, I love when our group chats. I can't keep up with a chat. I oh don't participate. We're all sometimes. I, yes, we uh, have this quite busy. We have this WhatsApp chat for the Mishpacha magazine writers mm -hmm. for Family First, Family Table, yeah. and there's so much going on. I, I literally can't keep up, it, but I read everybody's comments. Yeah, it's fun to catch up when you have a minute. Yeah, right. We have a good time. So we finally get yes, to meet. Yes. It's great. So oh my gosh, nice. it's. I didn't know you were so tall. See, you're watching us here on camera. I'm really not. I was wearing heels. But you should know. <laughs> no, you should know. Everyone from the Nachum Siegel Network is tall. Nachum is tall. I noticed. He was in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Yeah. I did. I yeah, did. so yes, I'm yes, like the yes, short yes. one here. <laughs> so I belong on the Nachum Siegel Network. You Meant do. to be. Yep, yep. Here we are at the Nachum Siegel Network. We brought it to you. You should do like lines, you know. Right, everyone's I was height. here. <laughs> right. Or we should sign this, where in the world we've been. Okay. Yeah, Great. Yeah. All right. So Sarah Fagy. How are you doing? Great. 
Great. How did you come to being in the whole food business? I love when I meet people like to get, extract all the information, you know, of how, how you became a mishpacha writer mm-hmm. and then the whole history behind you. It's a great question and I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. People I, ask me that all the time. Right. Like, I should make up a good answer. I don't know how I got up, into the food up. business. I always was interested in writing. Um, I definitely liked eating. You know, it's a sustainable act. Yeah, you got to eat to stay alive. But I don't know how I got into food, but I am in it. Okay. So yeah. What, what's your favorite kind of food to eat? Um, salad. Salad. See, I I'm would, sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> I would say southern fried chicken, and that's the best answer because I'm actually in the land of... I can't stand deep fried, fried food. Really? Thank God. Shh, Thank God. <laughs> Actually, I love salad and I love deep fried. And later on the show, Alex and I are going to deep fry some stuff. It's a balance. But it's you've got balance. something healthy for me to eat. I do. I do. Um, Naomi told me that her flight was a little bit bumpy. Um, she may or may not have sent me a little green emoji. So I said, wait, <laughs> does that mean I can't bring you a green smoothie? <laughs> Look what she made, Yami. So here we go. There is nothing unhealthy in it. Obviously, there's baby kale. Dragon fruit, we have ground organic flaxseed, um, peaches, banana. Okay, I think I'm going to need that straw. Yeah. Banana. I brought two, but I'm not going to share with you. I have my own. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. cool. That, that's you make that's very of... mishpacha. <laughs> what, to have a, your own straw or Smooth- to have a green drink? It's smoothie for two, but really you drink the whole thing. Okay, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. All right, can someone snap a photo of this because it's so cute? L'chaim. <laughs> <laughs> L'chaim. Okay, so but how did, how did you get into the whole smoothie business? Tell us about your whole holistic way approach to food. Okay, so first of all, I worked as editor of and, a... And I'm going to drink. Yes, please. Oh, editor of a... I'm main. Editor of Holistic Magazine for 10 years. So during that time, I was definitely introduced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I it's mean, amazing. it looks gorgeous. Some this of them look brown. I kind of stay away from the brown ones because your food has to look good, not just taste good, but right? It's this delicious. is delicious. Sorry, keep it's going. delicious, yeah. Um, so Holistic Health, it's a tongue twister, um, that introduced me to food as medicine and a lot of, you know, alternative healing. Um, my husband is also very health conscious, so he has inspired me. Um, That's so nice. Some of the names that have inspired us over the years are Pritikin, Joel Furman, and we just try. You know, we're not perfect, but we try and we enjoy healthy food. What What are the things that one would avoid? And I don't like the word. I don't like the word, say word diet. Right. I, I never diet. Right. Right. right? I, I'll like joke around and say I'm on a diet, but I really like just try to stay healthy. Because right. I get a lot of food presented in front of me, and I don't always want to give it up. I, d- I don't like saying that you should avoid something or say no to this. But in reality, we try to stay away from sugar and salt. Everyone says, what on earth is wrong with salt? Yeah, what's, leave salt alone. Yeah. I have a whole chapter. I, mean, <laughs> I have a whole chapter. <laughs> I have a whole chapter in, a I whole, love in, cheese. in, in I love perfect cheese. flavors about salt. But sugar, I can live without. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going there. We are going there. Yeah, we can go there. Okay. Okay. Should really, 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 really go there? Quick. <laughs> okay. Just talk about sugar. Okay. I've had a lot of dietitians on the show and people in the health health enthusiasts, and they mm-hmm. all say sugar out. Right. Right. And it's a battle. But let me tell you, it's easier than you think. Once you cut out sugar, you can have a headache for a few days, but you're done and your sugar tolerance drops to the floor and you cannot even look at a donut you cannot even look it just doesn't really look like food did you see sugarland sugarland no it's a documentary you must watch it sugarland oh okay. my god it's a guy who like it's actually an australian documentary it's an mm-hmm. australian guy who um 
met this girl and she was healthy. So he said, I'm going to become healthy too. So he got really healthy, became a vegan and everything. And then wanted to do an experiment to show people what sugar does to your body. So Mm -hmm. for one month, he ate things that were healthy that but had high sugar contents in them like all those grab and goes only 100 calories and all that and they were full of sugar and he Mm -hmm. was so sick afterwards it sounds like super size me right and then he re got healthy again by cutting it out but Right. It showed what it did to his liver enzymes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you look at something as innocent as a granola bar. You know, granola bars you think of as health food. You know, crunchy granola people, they're basically candy bars nowadays because they're just all sugar. But, yeah, something like this is delicious. And I threw a few dates and bananas in for sweetness. And, it, right? The it's, jackfruit, it's the peaches. It's actually really sweet. Yes, yes, you, yes I would never yes. know there's not sugar in there. And it's just it's natural sugar. Are you ready for dessert? Good. I'm ready. Oh, dessert. There's dessert. Okay. Voila. Okay, so this looks like dessert, but you could seriously eat it for breakfast. It's that healthy. Okay, Okay. what is it? Are you digging in? Okay, Okay. so it's chocolate cake. It looks like chocolate cake. It acts like chocolate cake, and it's got in it whole wheat flour and cocoa, obviously. And then you've got zucchini, bananas, apples, beets. It's a fruit salad. Pineapple. It's It's a fruit salad and a vegetable salad. This is fruit salad, everyone. (laughs) And Meet the, the new frosting. fruit salad. <laughs> Did you taste the frosting? The frosting is divine. Okay, so divine. cashews, hazelnuts, dates, cocoa powder, almond milk, zehu. It's delicious. Delicious, right? Okay. And you could eat it for breakfast. You can have two. You can Excuse have three. Me, what bracha am I making on this? Mizonos. It's got the flour it's in it. It's got flour. What kind yeah. of flour? Whole wheat flour. Whole wheat yeah. flour. I use white whole wheat, but you could use traditional. Oh, okay. I, what brand of whole wheat? Do you use the King Arthur? King Arthur is excellent, but I also use store brand. I'm not a snob. Okay. Okay, I'm go- I'm going right in for it, but just make sure that I don't have chocolate all over my face. Baruch atah Amen. Got milk. I got green juice. Right. A green mustache is not so. Right. Wait, this is radio or television? I forgot. <laughs> we are everything. <laughs> right. This is delicious. No mustache. Right. This is delicious. Right. Oh my god. This and is the truth real. is I, I'm not just saying it. I never promote anything I do not like. This is delicious. Then that. I could just leave now. Oh. <laughs> totally totally just made so long my as day. you leave these totally. behind. I Yoni, won't. you're gonna love these. I'm leaving these <laughs> for us. So I don't usually frost them. We had a special occasion in the family and I made a cake, so I frosted them. But this as a school snack, as a breakfast muffin. I mean, it's just delicious, and it's got so much goodness. Can we get in it. the recipe? Can you direct our viewers to this? Because I yes. know I'm going to want this. Roberta from Kosherai is nodding up and down. She yes. wants it. Alex yes. Edov. Yes. What's in your name? Bourbon, Bourbon, Bourbon and Schmaltz. Yes. yes. Um, he's going to want to make it. Okay, so the recipe is going to be published soon on a website that I've been contributing to for years from the grapevine. And if that's hard to remember, just go to Israeli Kitchen. And uh, you'll see about 400 of my recipes. So just look in the coming days for healthy, fruit-sweetened chocolate cake. And you'll that's, get it. That's yeah. amazing. Or follow and, my Instagram. And, and what's your Instagram? Sarah B's Kitchen. Okay, I, I love that. Okay, so you're going to leave this behind. I mean, you're only going to eat this later. Yes. We might take this for our flight on the way home. Awesome. awesome. Amazing. So awesome. thank you. This is so great. Yeah. Thank you. I can't believe so it. So nice to meet you and be on In your person. show. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I, I can't always get one from Mishpacha down, even into the studio. So it's wow. great that... I bought the studio to you. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, amazing. I hope you're all following Sarah Fagi. She's very intelligent, knows her staff, keeps us all healthy, and we something we should aspire to do. Um, I'm going to leave my drink here. You know, usually I have a glass of water on the table. I'm just going to have this.
because it's it's delicious and we'll get this jar back to you <laughs> okay and I'm, I'm gonna leave I've got a whole lot of stuff going on up here everyone who's coming into the um, spicy peach grab a swag bag from kosher.com um, we've got some really cool swag items it's got a flashix magazine brand new magazine um, by chef and Shlomi Klein they have been uh, on the show a few times with their magazines we've got uh, t-shirts by the mighty sesame we love sesame and we've got some magnets some kosher.com magnets so everybody gets a swag bag and you actually get a really cute little tote bag thank you so much yoni and of course afterwards we're going to be doing a book signing right here um so uh we're very excited to be here uh in uh the spicy peach all right moving right along because we have jam-packed two hours here today so um i'd like to welcome josh yahaskel hi josh hi how you doing doing well thank you so much he, he actually came down and like we put him to work you know he made some swag bags for us he helped me with a cheese board like cleaned up some garbage like i'm taking you to the airport you are no oh yoni we lost our ride okay but we want we yeah we have to talk about where we have to go to eat but um because i heard there's quite a lot of good restaurants here so we're, I've we're excited all right so um we have right in front of us a beautiful cheese board I'm just going to move my delicious green chick aside. Um, we have a beautiful cheese board and we actually have some other boards. Now, boards are really in right now. I have four in my new book. Um, Honey Applebaum has a lot of boards in her book, Millennial Kosher. Um, you see a lot of boards everywhere. And, you know, it's hard to get like a really pretty board, like with natural, you know, we want our food to be natural and you put these great cheeses and nuts and crackers on it and you want a beautiful board to put it on. So, yeah, well, it's thanks to people like you that have popularized these boards recently, uh, that keep me in business. So thank you. Oh, pleasure. Um, <laughs> uh, how did you get started? In yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I uh, the way I got started was making a headboard. To be honest with you, really? uh, yeah, yeah. I um, my wife uh, saw a headboard in Pottery Barn, and it was like a rustic headboard, um, and it was a very expensive rustic headboard that was just wood. But it was like a seven hundred and ninety dollar headboard, and I said to myself, "This is crazy. I can make this myself," or I thought I could make it myself, and so. My buddy James and I, um, he had a couple of tools. I had no tools at the time. And um, he just basically guided me and we, we built a headboard. And it was amazing building a headboard. Do, did you find a giant piece of tree or you put a few different pieces of wood together? Yeah, the first headboard actually just came from Home Depot Pine. <laughs> um, and it was actually an amazing feeling to be able to like build something with my hands and to make something that looked exactly like... Pottery Barn in this case. Um, and so I got the same tools that he got, uh, which was just a saw and some a drill. Um, and then one thing led to another, and I started working with finer pieces of wood, walnut, maple, mahogany, um, olive where, wood. Where are you finding these? You're not chopping down trees of Georgia. Well, so, so, so in, <laughs> in some cases, maybe first you of all, are. <laughs> I, uh, I get a lot of calls from a lot of people around uh, Atlanta when they see a tree fall. Everybody calls me and they say, hey, you know, I see this tree being taken down. You know, do you, wanna, do you, wanna, do you want me to bring a piece of wood or do you want to come get it? So I'll often come and salvage some wood. It's amazing. Um, some pieces of wood like this, you know, came from a tree in my yard, actually. This was a Japanese maple that was about 60 years old, and it just 
dyed, and inside um, you get this awesome spalting, which is the a slow and steady decay of wood, which is... Is that what leaves yeah, this that's, mark? Yeah, that's exactly I've it. I've also been, by the way, I, I've always um, appreciated when I see like trees... I mean, it's always sad when you see a tree cut in half, but it's usually because it's died or something. That's right. Um, but I always appreciate the beauty that Hashem made of the inside of a tree. It's so beautiful. Yeah, so that's that's exactly what I love and what I try to do when I make any uh, any piece of wood, uh, you know, any piece of you know, a board, a challah board. I try. I do my best to retain as much character as um, as really exists. Have. You see, like everything. You see every single thing. And the the cool thing is, is this is you know, this is these like black lines here that you see that's you know that's called spalting and that only happens when a tree is in decay but it's a very very stable decay and it creates a beautiful piece that doesn't exist so in even, another form. even though the tree's no longer alive it's alive in a different form yeah i love this and what's this one here okay so this one here i'm showing everyone um who's listening and not watching but they will watch later because they're not going to want to miss the visuals of this beautiful board um this piece here um this is italian olive wood um, when I get it, they come as, as slabs. You can even see like the moss there. Um, I did not see that before. So oh, that's cool. So you comes, have to be yeah. careful when you clean it. Yeah, you got to be very careful when you clean it. Um, this, you know, this all gets sanded off. Um, but it comes as just slabs of wood um, that I have in my shop that I break down depending on when people, you know, see a you know see a cookbook like yours and they say hey can you make me like a charcuterie board a cheese right. board you know what we'll do is we'll go through and we'll ask them. You know, well, do you want it like a very modern, clean, sleek look, or do you want like the live edge? Um, and then we'll just make it that way. Right, cool. It's it's amazing. And this piece that our cheese board is on, you got to explain. Like, you know, he gave me different choices of what to make um, the cheese board on, like those or this. And I'm like, I want the craziest one because, you know, I think it's so funny. Thank you. Yeah. Now this is. This so is, what is this? Okay, so this is um, this is a piece of black walnut. Um, that was air dried, so it's a little hard to see. But you saw, you know, earlier before we started putting, um, you know, the the assortment on. Um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 black walnut. Everybody knows walnut. It's like got a very rich brown color. But this one had like, it's just awesome. Just in in it, like it's got blues, it's got grays, it's got reds, it's got pinks in it. Um, and so you get different, um, you know, different coloring depending on how the wood is finished. And usually a board, we are so familiar with the board being rectangular square round no one's got this crazy shape here crazy shape <laughs> crazy, shape. crazy shape and i, I try to it. keep it like that i love it it's great so do you want to try some cheese in the I, are you a cheese guy i am a cheese guy wouldn't it be great if it, like if you said oh, i don't eat cheese that would have been like ah oh. i didn't realize i was getting cheese yeah, but yeah, this is yeah. a great okay so i have a giant knife here because we're in the spicy peach and they gave me this knife to use because you know you can't travel with knives anymore I can't put a knife in my bag. I'd be scared to sit next to you on an airplane. Yeah, right, right. They wouldn't even let me through TSA. Um, okay, so we have an assortment of boards. And let's talk about, actually, before we do some tastings, this is all from Natural and Kosher. But how did we build the board? So you want to talk about different shapes. Start off with different shapes. And then we'll talk about different tastes. So I have a triangle, a circle, a log, 
um, and little rectangles. And you can go with so many different kinds of cheeses and shapes. There's, you know, <laughs> from cheese sticks, which the kids like, might be cute to make a little cheese board for kids with fruit and cheese on it and that, and some, maybe some dried fruit that they would, you know, as a great after-school snack. I actually made my little daughter a meat board, a meat and vegetable board. They like their own little boards too. So it gets everyone fun and, and enjoying eating by having food on a it's board. It's probably good to have you around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she like took pictures and sent it to her friends. She was very excited. Um, okay, so you know the the um, log the log is goat cheese, the triangle is Parmesan cheese. Um, these two rectangular cheeses are the Sincerely Bridget line from Natural and Kosher. So that is the pesto one, um, basil and garlic, and the other one is orange and ginger. So we want to have some different flavors. And, of course, we have camembert. Uh, I think that's actually brie. So your brie or camembert, just something in the round. And then you want to have some crackers, some fruit. Um, I have here balsamic vinegar. because uh, uh, It's not actually balsamic vinegar. It's the glaze, the balsamic glaze. So it's like almost like a thick syrup. Um, Tuscanini makes us. Then we've got some jams. We've got some cilantro. You want to have some sweet, some salty. So you want to... Go in then we'll, I'll make you something. To I'm, I'm excited to be and, here. And can I just say, beets and goat cheese is like a marriage of flavor. You'll see a lot of salads, right, guys? You see, I'm getting all the nods from the foodies. You'll see a lot of times beet and goat cheese salad. So we saw beet chips here at Spicy Beach. They have a lot of stuff here. That's they have like, Spicy Beach has a lot of stuff. They have stuff that I can't get in New York. Hello, New York. Wake up. We've got it here, here in Atlanta, and I'm going to be taking some stuff back with me. If I, so long as I can get it in, so long as it's under three ounces, or I may, may, may end up checking a bag. So we're going to take a little bit of, do you eat goat cheese? I love goat cheese. Okay, because people are picky with goat cheese, because it's a bit gamey flavor. It tastes like lamb to me. It right. always tasted like lamb to me, gamey. and I like lamb. Okay, great. Okay, now we, we're going to stay friends now. Okay. Okay, you can have that. Okay. Now what we can do, I'm going to do... Okay, I've got beet chips, goat cheese, and I'm going to drizzle on some balsamic. Okay, we definitely are friends right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could even put a little bit of a, a crushed nut. We could keep going, but maybe that's a bit hard. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. So I'm a little bit of goat cheese. And did you notice my peach? I've got a peach because I'm in this peach state and I've peach-colored fingernails, all in honor of being at the spicy peach today. I think I've covered all my brachas already. Okay, let's go. L'chaim. L'chaim. Crunch, that's really crunch, cool. right? That's good, right? That's really good. You have... We both, we both can't eat at the same time because someone's got to talk. It's your show. <laughs> but I have to eat too. Don't leave me out of this. Okay, that is awesome. Beet chips, goat cheese, Tuscanini balsamic glaze. Delicious. Okay. Well, you want to try something else? Um, you tell me. I've never had cheese with a balsamic glaze before, so that was awesome. So that was You're cool. my cheese Sherpa right now. Uh, okay. So these are the parchment crackers. Okay. I call these crack crackers. Look how thin they are. It almost looks like matzah. Okay. comes. Oh, I don't have the box here. Okay. For starters, just try this plain. It's delicious. It's delicious. good, right? It's Love so it. good. These so, are all my foods. Okay, it's good. I'm glad because we could be here. We could do, just do a show of you and me eating here for the next hour <coughs> and a half. 
I got into woodworking um, to play the long game, to be here right now, <laughs> to do this with you right uh, now. You're hilarious. Okay, so let's do some jam. And let's do some... Let's do some of the orange ginger. Even though it's sweet and sweet, okay. I think this has a little bit of acid in it, so it'll be really nice. Um, and So do you want me to eat that while you talk about now, it? Yeah, and what we're going to do is we're going to put some nuts on it to give it even, some even more because I like that. Okay. See, it even looks really cute. And you can use these if you're having um, on Purim and people drop by and they want to – you can put out some cheese and crackers, make cheese and cracker boards for people – you want to drop off Shalach Manas, you know, you have weary travelers dropping off, they get tired. You know, you can put out some drinks for your friends and some cheese boards. I'll okay. make the cheese board. You make the cheese board. They can get the cheese right here. layout. They can get the cheese layout from you. Yeah, the cheese layout. And, and they can get the cheese at Spicy Beach. Or if they're around the country, and National Kosher sells around the country as well. In fact, I was in South Africa recently, and they had so much National Hershey cheeses. I was like, wow, everywhere I went, every I love store. Cheese. Yeah, okay, good. So, okay. eat. <laughs> okay, and we're going to do one more. We're going to do one more. Okay, let's do a brie. I'm going to I'm gonna just feed him. Oh, that was really good, too. That was good, right? So, look at brie. It's got this rind. You eat the rind. Some people think you cut off the rind. You can also wrap this in um, um, puff pastry and bake it. Brush it with egg, bake it heaven and then just have it with some any one of the i would i would probably serve it with that okay all right so we've got to put it on actually a gluten-free cracker let's put this on a gluten-free cracker let's do a little bit of we're so figgy this is <laughs> this is some silan which is date honey okay so there you go and you can use caramel sauce i'm gonna make my finger you can use caramel sauces. Oh, my God. The brie is amazing. That's so good. Really? That's really good. <laughs> We're having so much fun can here. Can you make me another one? Yeah, sure. Oh, that yeah, was I'm, really good. Wait, what? The silan and, the, and this? And this. Now I have to have it. It was so enthusiastic. I'm not giving up this microphone. <laughs> Yoni will pry it out of you if we need to. No. You can stay. Yoni and I made the bag, so I've curried his favorite. Is that, that's really good. Did you just make that up? Yeah. You're like a savant. A cheese whisperer. A cheese savant. I mean, yeah. You kind of learn what goes together, right? You're just out of practice and eating a lot of cheese and crackers. And having natural and kosher cheeses around makes it much easier to learn and practice. So. Can we make another one? Just one more? <laughs> the same one or a yeah, different one? Um, that was really good. That was really good. Okay. But so do you think you can top it? Okay, so let me try one more thing. Okay. I'm going to take a fig, some goat cheese. This is, I know, is going to be good. And no cracker this time, though. Do you want it on a cracker in particular? No. Okay. No, you're my... This is, this is totally gluten-free because there's no cracker whatsoever. Um... Dried fig, natural kosher goat cheese, Tuscanini glaze. Go for it. My mouth. Okay. <laughs> We're having so much fun. Good, right? Really good. <laughs> really good. It's really good. <laughs> Yoni told me to talk into the microphone, so. <laughs> okay, we are having a blast here, eating a lot, a lot, a lot of cheeses. 
We're doing a little time check. Fantastic. Was that it's so good, right? Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming down and bringing us these boards. How can people find you? Dale Woodworks on Instagram. Okay. Uh, you can DM us at the uh, Nakam Siegel um, on Instagram or you can me, Naomi Nachman, and I can also forward you any information. Um, but that was absolutely beautiful. Everything is, is you Thank you very beautiful much. work, and we look forward to seeing your stuff all over the country. Thank you very much. In everybody's homes, some cheese boards, let's herring boards, meat boards, challah boards. Challah boards, you name it, grill boards, babka boards, uh, babka boards, vegetable boards. I had four boards, cookbook stands, cookbook stands. Oh, I need one for my cookbooks. I have two cookbooks, so I need to, to get two stands. And you know, we also need so we need a veggie board from my from my book. We have the veggie board, okay, and we have a babka board and a cheese board and a meat board. So you need four boards. I think you and I are on the same page that you can never have too many boards for food. Right, and ha just talk to me, how do we maintain them quickly? Okay, so when you get them, um, I actually make um, a wood conditioner that s that the board sits in for about 24 hours. It's made out of organic beeswax and mineral oil. Um, you can also buy that for me. And if you were just at home, you could use you know olive oil, you could use just mineral oil, um, and it's just totally full food safe. Amazing. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you very much. All right, okay. great. Wow, that was very informative because I did not know so much about boards and, and, and how to treat them and how to take care of them. And we made a beautiful board here with natural kosher cheeses. Um, I'm going to leave the board here and we're going to keep feeding our guests and our friends as, as, uh, as the hour continues. Show 200 of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show today is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses. And we're just having a cheese party right here. The second half of the show, be warned, is going to be flashic. So we're very excited about that. We're going to do a little flashic demo. Um, I have somebody who is a pioneer in the kosher food um, tech industry, right? It's tech, right? She had a website before there was a blog. I'd like to welcome Roberta Scher from Kosher Eye. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So, so nice to see you, nice Naomi. See you. So happy to have you in Atlanta. I can't believe I finally made it all these years of me talking. I was here about 11 years ago, 10 years ago, and now I'm, I didn't know anyone here. And now I, maybe I knew one or two people, and now... Well, one correction. It's welcome, y'all. Welcome, y'all. Can we practice, y'all? Y'all. Did I say the, show, the beginning of the show? Did I say it right? Good Almost. morning, y'all. Almost. Almost. But remember, I'm Australian. I'm not even American. I'm from the furthest south you can go. Right? Like, right, th right. This is Atlanta, but Sydney's like way down on the map, on the globe. Yes. So you started Kosher Eye how many years ago? It's nine and a half. November will be our 10th anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Another milestone going on here right, right now. Wow. Right. So many recipes, so many products. Do you know how many recipes you have up there? No, no idea. But we've tried almost every single one, and I only post the recipes I like. Just oh, like you, you only right. promote the products you like. That is true. That is true. So what gave you the idea to start Kosher Eye? Like as, as someone, there was no foodie craze back then. Right. There were so several cookbooks and there were some magazines around. But um, it was putting together some tech knowledge and food knowledge. 
I used to have a party business here in Atlanta. I had it for really? 25 years. Really? And after we sold the party business, I thought I'd stay home and retire, but that only lasted about six months. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys like to get out and about. I know I know you and your husband, we've had a meal together at Abigail's. Remember right, those days? Right, Kosher right. feast. I eat my way through the country, and actually, I just ate my way through Jerusalem. We just got back from Israel. Okay, last where did week. you go? Let's chit chat about that. We went to a restaurant called Eucalyptus. <gasps> I heard it's amazing. It is truly amazing, and been. a lot of authentic Mediterranean, Israeli, Iraqi food. Okay. We went to the King David restaurant, which was magnificent, a gourmet experience okay and then we were actually at the Waldorf and ate their fabulous breakfast, breakfast. and Shabbos lunch. They are lunch. so known for their breakfast. But my favorite restaurant in all of Israel is nondescript and it's in the shuck. Which one? Fish and chips. <laughs> That's I my favorite. Fish and chips. I would bring it back love to it. Atlanta if oh, I could. But you can make your own beer better. Yes, I do. But it's so nice to have it served hot uh, and delicious. Sure, by someone else that you didn't have yes. to stand over frying it. Yes. I love that. I love the shook. I love eating the shook. Did you go to Hatch Beer? No, we did not. We had just a limited number of days and a limited number of restaurants. Right. Our stomachs are only like yay big right. any case. <laughs> <laughs> and what the amount of food that we can put in there. At the in Israel, it's unbelievable. But you don't gain weight in Israel because you walk. Because you off. walk, so much walking. Right, I loved every step. Oh, it's Israel. What could be bad? Talk to me a little bit about the land to Jewish community. How long have you lived here? I've lived here since I was thirteen. So you've really seen. Yes, I started in the Bronx. Believe it or okay, not. Okay, a New York transplant. That's so right. Have you seen the growth of the community? Oh, it's grown in leaps and bounds. We have all types of diverse communities in the Atlanta community, and everyone gets along, and it just makes a wonderful city. I always say the only thing wrong with Atlanta is we don't have an ocean. Other than that, we're perfect. Are you, are you, I don't know the geography that way, are you, are you landlocked? No, we're, we're landlocked, yes. We have a lake close okay. by, but we're about five to six hours from an ocean. Okay, I'm just trying to think where it is on the map. Like, What's that way? We'll have to take you on a road trip, Naomi. Okay, well, you know what we're going to do afterwards with Alex, and you maybe you'll join us? We're going to go eat in all the restaurants here. Oh, very nice. I think that will be very a really good nice. thing to do, you know. I've done the Coke Museum. Yes. And the Aquarium. Yes. And what else is there to do? Oh, just, That's very just, just driving around the city and seeing all the old homes and the beauty mm. of our city and the trees. Right. We have more trees here than just about any place else. I've got a tree right here. Right. So I have a surprise for you. Oh, you do? Now that you're in Atlanta and we're approaching Pesach, I saw you whispered Pesach. It's the I, P word. I, too, have a Pesach kitchen in my house, and I know you're remodeling your mm. kitchen because I know you do a lot of catering. Yes, yes. I live for Pesach. So I do catering just for my family each <laughs> Pesach. Um, I don't know how you do it. but Yeah, um, um, every minute. I can account for every minute from this show right now in Atlanta until Lich Benching, yes. candle lighting, on 
Pesach, I know what I'm doing. Well, you love to keep active, so it'll <laughs> keep you busy. No, but seriously, Pesach but is like, eh. I brought along two things that I'm getting ready for Pesach, and I thought your viewers and listeners would like to hear about them. Oh, we'd them. love to hear so about that. I'm just going to move the microphone cord yeah. off the cheese. I'm yeah. very excited. We're going to see something very special right here with Roberta. Roberta Sheriff from Kosherai. She was a blogger before there were blogs. She was a, had a website before all this came to life. She was one of the original foodies. Oh, wait, wait, it's alcohol. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so um, this came from Kedem Royal Wine. It's oh. Lavav Vodka, and it is Pesach Dick. And this thank you, Royal Wines. Thank this you, particular thank you. one is made from beets. Ooh. Um, I've tried potato vodka for Pesach, but I much prefer... Ah, I don't want to open this. It's beets. This. <laughs> it's beets. I can put it in this. Anyway, right? as Sarah Feige. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wonder if Sarah Feige drinks. I like to drink every once in a while. Can we get some cups, please? <laughs> anyway, this is Pesach. I'm not joking. Dick. Actually, get some cups. Oh, okay. This is... Um, I'll be funny in the second half of the hour. <laughs> This came right from my freezer, so oh. let's put this aside. And little word, don't drink room temperature vodka. It's got to come from the freezer. It will right. never freeze. It will still stay liquidy, and this is still cold. Right. Oh, I don't want to put any of this near this because it's all paste. Oh, stuff. no. Yes, we have to this keep. This is real. This is real, not fake news. Here we have <laughs> here we have some uh, vanilla oh. sugar that I'm making. It takes about a month to two months to really get the vanilla bean taste in the sugar. It's so simple to make. You just put sugar, almost all granulated sugar is kosher for Pesach. Yes, yes. And then you put fresh vanilla beans, and all you do is shake it once a week. And instead of buying vanilla... You can make your own, and vanilla is like gold right now. Have you seen the price of okay. vanilla? Okay, I had the craziest story. My do my married daughter said to me, "Mum, next time you go to Costco, get me a vanilla." Fine, I bought her a vanilla. I had a cart full to the top overflowing. I pay my hundreds of dollars, and I leave the store. A week later, I realised I need I'm out of vanilla also. So I go to the store, but this time because I, I need a small shop because the week before I did a big shop. So I go, and it's like $200 for like five things. I'm like, I look at the receipt, which I'm not so good at, and I see, but I know it's too much for just a few things, and it wasn't really $300, but I saw that vanilla went from $9.99 to $40. That is correct. I'm like, what up? And granted, it's a big bottle, and it lasts me a long time, but I was like shocked. So I went, and I asked some friends on, on a WhatsApp chat. Apparently, the Madagascar... Um, be, uh, vanilla bean forests Crop. where they grow Crop. crops had been destroyed by a massive hurricane and that's why world vanilla beans prices have skyrocketed. Yes, yes. they're almost True story, true fact. No <laughs> fake news here. <laughs> Actually, here in Costco, they're in the 30s, not the 40s. That's so it was thirty nine. No, no, it was thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. That's just about 40 bucks. Okay, so I made vanilla oh. sugar, and it's an ongoing process. Are we going to drink some vodka? And, sure. You know, even though Gabe Geller is not here, I hope he'll forgive me that I'm drinking without him on table for All two. Right, and this... I just want a little bit. This is going... This is going Ooh. to be vanilla extract, and that's where the vodka oh. comes in. 
I poured the Pesa Dick Vodka in a jar. It's a glass jar, and I recommend you use glass, yes, not yes. plastic, so yes. the plastic is not eaten away. And I put just vanilla beans in it. And that, too, just sits... I put is this it going to stay right. alcoholic? You know, it, vanilla is alcoholic. It's always made with either bourbon or vodka. Really? Or, yes, there is a special brand of uh, vanilla extract that is for non-alcoholic people but this is alcoholic that looks amazing so i'll let you know in april how this yeah works. i'd like to know tune back here um maybe we'll have you on the show our, our pesach show uh, over the phone okay we'll, we'll check we'll in we'll you got it you got to keep okay i'm gonna just try the little vodka okay I have one more one more one, one more, more relevant vanilla issue I could not even find vanilla beans when I decided to do this project. So I went online and ordered vanilla beans from the vanillabeankings.com. Vanilla beans Fantastic. are very difficult to get right now because of their price. Anyways, that's my vanilla spiel. Okay, you know, we use so much vanilla Pesach time. It's in yes. everything because... Even with the amazing amount of ingredients that there are, right. they still don't, you know, they still, we still, certain things we just can't get or can't use, you know. So, it's it's fantastic that you're making these all these products. I'm going to try this. Do. Do. I have to drive, so I'm a little afraid to try it. Straight vodka, Naomi. <laughs> I need to put in the green juice. Yes, even I put a little cranberry juice in it or something. I'm going to put some green, Faggy's green drink. <laughs> I'm putting Faggy's, you know what, look at this, it's not mixing. Uh-huh, you're right. It's not mixing, I have to mix it. It's, um, se it's separating, unless I really, I'm vigorously mixing it. Okay. Now give it a taste. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. But I've got another whole show to do, and that is quite strong. <laughs> and I did not eat so much today, so I'm going to have some plain. It's like detoxing. I wanted to especially give a shout-out to Nachum Siegel for coming to Atlanta. Nachum we Siegel! Were, we were so happy. And I don't know if you know, but he interviewed my grandson, Sammy Kay, who is – you know hey, Sammy Kay. Yay, Sammy Kay. And Sammy Kay is our Jewish grandson rapper. Oh, he's the rapper. That We're so proud of him. That's your grandson? Yes, that's my grandson. Your grandson is the guy in the video doing the rap? Yeah, he's that handsome tall guy. Where yes. is he? Where is he? He's not a foodie. He eats my food. He doesn't make food, so he's not here oh, today. Oh, that's so but cool. But he, he is in Atlanta right now. Oh, Roberta, that is awesome. Yes. I had no idea. Did you know that? Yes, I'm an, I'm an up-and-coming rapper bubby. You're a rapper. <laughs> you know that I'm also a bubby, right? Yes, I do. It's so Mazel cool. Tov. Thank you. Isn't it the coolest thing ever? Yes. Right? Yes. And it's as cliche as they say it is. You know, when the kid cries, he goes back to his mo her mother. It's right? perfect, isn't it's it? It's great. Perfect? I love it. Why, yes. why can't we just have grandchildren? And they love your food. Oh, she loves, you know, she's only seven <laughs> months old and we've already given her avocado. Like she oh, likes, she loves good. food, it's nice and fat. Very healthy. You can Nursing give her baby, some of yep. the green drink too. Yeah, she's in Without Israel. Without the vodka. She's my granddaughter, so she's in Israel traveling, 
you know, like we all like to travel. Even my grandkid travels. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, right? Yes. Like it's, I get yes. to babysit once a week. She was born on my birthday. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. You'll remember that. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becoming a grandmother on your birthday is pretty a big landmark. So <laughs> we were very excited. All right, Roberta, thank you so much. How do people find you? You're on Kosher Eye? KosherEye.com. Please visit my website. And I also write a column um, for the Jewish Georgian newspaper that's here in Georgia. Okay. So, But that's how they find Facebook? me. Facebook, of course. Kosher Eye is on Facebook and Instagram and Wh- Twitter. Uh, Twitter? Yes. Let's Twitter. talk about Twitter. I feel like Twitter's not so big amongst the foodies, but if you've got it, Roberta's the pioneer, so everyone's going to start. Now. Well, we have over 10,000 followers on Twitter, and they're from all over the world, and it's really nice reaching out that way. Is it a high engagement? Yes, a lot of engagement and a lot, a lot of sharing. Really? Like a retweet, right? Yes. See, I know a little bit about Twitter. Yes. I think I have a Twitter account. I always think I'm on on Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter. But I I, I always say it on the show, uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but I don't tweet at all. Yeah. It's it's too much. It's like I can't I can't do everything. So and I'm busy with Instagram. I love Instagram. Are you guys all following? Nakam Siegel Network, if you're not, you should follow, and and, and Kosher Eye. All right, I just want to talk to you for a minute a little bit about the community. And, okay. And the traditional foods that we have here in Atlanta. What is What has become the street food? Like in New York, it's hot dogs. What is the street food of Atlanta? You mean the kosher street the food. The kosher street food. <laughs> well, what's a non-kosher street food? I'm just curious. What do people eat here? Oh, pork. Pork. Not kosher. There's all right. cold pork all around. Oh, is this because it's yeah. the south, like Memphis? Yes, this, you're I in went the to south. Memphis and there was like pulled pork signs <laughs> everywhere we went. Okay. But so. we love our fried chicken. I have to say that our two supermarkets, Kroger and Publix, I give them a shout out for um, offering kosher fried chicken. It is delicious, and you should take some home with you. Really? Yes. I love fried chicken. I love it so much. I got a recipe in perfect flavors yes, for fried I chicken. Yes, I have it with me. I've tried it. Your recipe is just like mine. Is it? Oh, oh my God, yes. that is high praise. Really? Yes, it really is. But I'm so lazy these days since I could get delicious fried chicken in Kroger and Publix that I hardly make it you anymore. You know we're going. I don't want to hear <laughs> any excuses, mate. <laughs> One day... You absolutely must take it home and have it with a side of honey. Side of honey? Honey. No, not a honey side of coleslaw? With that. Oh, if you want I'm to a make big coleslaw, fan. aren't you going to be tired when you get home tonight? I want you to eat it fresh. I'm going to eat it in the store. <laughs> I'm going to go after this, after the book signing, we're going to try to hit up all the food places. Yes. that. Remember I said we don't have an ocean here? What we need here, and this is a shout-out to Kosher America, we need some more restaurants in Atlanta, kosher restaurants. We need more restaurants. So long as we need a good restaurant, good food, good service. Ah, good service. That's one of my pet peeves. Yeah, yeah. We always want to have good service. It's it's hard, you know. know, And if you go to a restaurant that's just opened up, give it time. You know, don't be hard on them in the beginning. You know, let them find their groove or let them find their groove and then you go. <laughs> you don't have to be the guinea pig. But <laughs> I'm usually the guinea pig. Uh, we're going to be a foodie. They're probably saying, Roberta, come try it. 
Okay, do you have a favorite rest? Well, we don't I would not. not. It's like we children. Can't. It's like children. Bad like favorite so children. People say to me all the time, "What's your favorite <laughs> recipe in your book?" I'm like, "You can't ask me to pick my favorite child, but I have to say the fried chicken is one of them. I love it. I don't make it so often, right? Like it's it's right, hard. It in moderation. It's a like in Southern moderation. food in moderation. Fried food in moderation. Okay, now we talk about. Uh, fry, uh, green tomato, fried green tomatoes. Is that like a real southern food? In the summer, at the end of the, that came about because at the end of the summer, tomatoes stop growing and the weather turns bad. So we pick the green tomatoes and we fry them because they're not so good just raw. And so you batter them and fry them. Right. With right. goat cheese. I actually, it's so funny that you say that someone from our audience is listening. Hey, guys. Um, so I actually have a recipe. I think it's on my blog. And I wrote it for natural and kosher cheese. And I didn't know, I didn't even know this. I just thought in my head. I took a, a green tomato. Now, it's not so easy to find green tomatoes no. in the five towns in February. It was like, it was like a really random time. Like, Maybe they don't understand February. you're looking for tomatoes if you tomatoes. say tomatoes. Tomatoes. Right. It breaks my teeth. <laughs> So, so I, I put it on, a, on Facebook. Does anybody have a tomato, green tomatoes? Maybe it wasn't February. Maybe it was late yes. in the summer. And they go, yes, go to my house, go around the back, get some green tomatoes. So I took a tomato. Recipes on my blog. And I did it for natural kosher. I smeared it with some goat cheese. Flour, egg, breadcrumbs, fryer, my mouth. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I think I even put panko... Um, I panko did it with panko crumbs. crumbs, but I did parmesan and the panko crumbs. Yum. So it's a double whammy Yum. with cheese. You know, I was getting paid for a nice, you know, to promote. And so it was a, you know, a, a paid sponsorship and it, we did amazing with it. And everybody loved it. But I didn't want to put in the book because I was scared that, you know, people would not be able to find green tomatoes yes, all year. So it's, it's on find. the blog for when you want to make it. They're hard to find. What else is very typical South Southern food? Slaw. You mentioned slaw. I saw you have a spicy slaw yeah, in yeah. your book. I'm going to make that and yes, try it's it. It's not heavily spicy. It's got a little bit of ancho chili powder. Mm-hmm. Well, southern slaw usually is made with mayonnaise. A, yeah, a, yeah. Mayonnaise as opposed to vinegar, which is more of a northern del- deli slaw. Okay, so I have two. So I have a spicy slaw and mm-hmm. I have I have another slaw in there also. T- potato salad. What I'm talking about are southern foods that people used to take to church dinners. The kosher community, um, when they had cooks in their homes, there used to be, in the olden days, many of us had housekeepers and cooks that would come to our homes and learn to cook kosher. Okay. So they brought their food with them and... It was changed for kosher needs. Okay, that's they how we, their recipes. Yes, their recipes. Excuse me, their yeah, recipes. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to imagine. Yes, the not their food. So yeah. that's how we all decided we loved fried chicken and slaw and cornbread. 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 Love I cornbread. I, you know, it's funny. I, Honey Applebaum, my friend, has a recipe in her book. I've, millennial I've kosher. seen it. Um, yes. So you know, I never got into cornbread. Maybe I haven't had the right one, and I have—I've not even made honeys yet, but I know it's very, very popular. It's very delicious. Good. Jody, Jody from Spice Beach said it's so good. Should I go buy some today? Where, where am I buying good cornbread here? Okay, you have. Oh, okay. Jody has here at the Spicy Peach. Okay, so I have to look no further than six feet away from me. Can we try some? 
Let's try some cornbread. This spicy peach has changed at the Atlanta community because we can get any canned food, grocery, pastry we want now. In fact, sometimes, like you mentioned, you can get more here than in New York. Yes, it's crazy. Somebody asked me to bring them green chili paste from here. They knew it was here. This is not in New York. Cannot get it. I get mine at the Shuk in Israel. Right. So And then I right. bring it back. And then I put it back in the closet and then I let it rot because I forget it's there. So now <laughs> I'm like savoring it for a special moment and then I forget about it. So now I know I can just call them up and do they ship? Maybe they'll ship it to I don't know or? if they ship because I only live five minutes away. Right. So I, I live no like idea. five hours away by plane <laughs> and car and... Jody, here's Jody. Oh. Hi, Jody. Okay, so we're sharing. Jody's going to be on the sh show soon. We're going to do a segment with Jody. This is Abe's. Which Give her I the love microphone. This company because it's vegan, but it's school friendly. Everything they make, um, it is you know nut free, soy free, um, egg free. Yeah, so I like it because school friendly. No eggs, no nuts, no, no soy. soy. Oh, I and love their that. stuff really tastes good. Okay. So here, give it a whirl. So this is a typical cornbread. Pretty close. It's a little sweet. It's a little sweet. It's, yeah, it's I not like normally mine with sweet. Jalapenos. <laughs> it's like cake. Take and pass. Take and pass. Come on, Sophie. And they're available for purchase right here. So it's it's kind of like a a this yellow cake sweet. without the sugar. Yeah. But some is cornmealy and. Depending upon the grinds, depending upon the grind, and if you put whole kernels of corn or jalapenos or something else in it, I would imagine with jalapenos will be excellent. It is, or make jalapeno butter to smear on it. Jalapeno mm. butter. Really How do you good. make that? That sounds amazing. You soften your, I use earth balance. So you soften your earth balance. You add a little garlic powder, a little lemon juice, and then I like pickled. Um, jalapenos. You were, we were talking about that before. I told you earlier. I'm going to have to try I one of those in a little bit. I'm now putting my, my um, cornbread okay, on, my, on my cheese Do board. Thing, mm, that is absolutely delicious. Okay. While I'm here, I want to Can I make you something? So, let yes. me. Let, did you? Because okay. he was jumping up and down. Yes, right? Totally. Right. So I'm like a cheese, a cheese whisperer today. So you want me to make you one? Okay. I wanted that with the goat cheese with the balsam. Yeah, yeah. So Jody's jumping in now. That's <laughs> so great. We're clearing away. And here. People are trying. People in the store are trying. This is a feast. A this feast, is a feast, right? It's kosher feast. We are always kosher together with kosher feast. feast. We love you, right. Esty Berkowitz. Shout out Shout to Esty. Shout out to Esty. Right. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be kosher feast 2019. Okay, we'll see you soon, Jody. Don't go anywhere. Don't leave the store. We know where to find you. This is Jody's store. It's delicious, right? It's Abe's kids-friendly, school-friendly corn corn muffins. Vegan. They're vegan. Vegan. Vegan in the land of flashics, right? I can't wait to eat these cupcakes for breakfast. Yeah, I'm totally going to go make that. Okay, our hour is rounding up. We have got... We went through one hour. This is a two-hour show because I, this is my 200th show. So we're making a whole special show right here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Spicy Peach with Roberta. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Naomi, thank you for coming to Atlanta. Come back anytime, y'all. Thank you. Y'all come back. Y'all come back soon right now. Did I do that okay? Was the accent okay? Yeah. All right, guys. 
And we have just finished our first hour and we are going to two hours. This is the top of our second hour because it's 200 shows. I am at the Spicy Peach at, in Atlanta, Georgia. Our incredible show is sponsored by our friends at Natural and Kosher Cheeses. We've had a cheese board. We've had great guests. We've had an Atlanta schmooze, a food schmooze, a Pesach schmooze, a board schmooze. Everything is going on right here at the Spicy Peach. And if you come on down, you can get a swag bag from kosher.com filled with a Flashix magazine and a magnet and a spatula and a t-shirt. We've even got fat for you foodie fashion but I'm so excited for our second hour to be in because you know how much I love eating and I love ZK and I love eating on the show in the studio when we record on the Lower East Side and now I have Yoni here with me um, so Yoni's gonna have to you know eat with me today because we have an incredible lineup for our second hour and it's gonna be we are switching from milkshakes to flakeshakes even though our amazing sponsor is natural and kosher cheeses we're gonna be doing we're in the south so we have to try southern food one of the iconic places to eat in Atlanta, Georgia is, turn around, show us, it's called Chai Peking. It is inside of Kroger's. See, I knew that. Please come on up. Ruven Michal Robbins, welcome. Thank you. Oh, wait, I have a microphone for you. There you go. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. So how long have you had, he has a Chinese restaurant inside of Kroger's supermarket. That's correct. How long have you had it for? Almost 22 years. So I was here 11 years ago with my husband. Um, we stayed, we wanted to come at the end of the summer for a little mini vacation with our little one. Um, and we, you know, got a list um, of all the kosher restaurants because there wasn't all these apps that told you everything. And they said, go to Chinese food at Kroger's. So we came, we took, ordered all this food, and we took it back to the hotel. I still remember to this day the sesame chicken. You got it today. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. We are having, he bought me lunch. I'm so excited. So how did you get into the, a nice Ashkenazi boy, get into the Chinese food business? Well, well I unpack. About 23 years ago, we were in Los Angeles for about I, two weeks. Oh, I love LA. It's so great. And... We ate Chinese food about 10 times in two weeks. <laughs> so I came back to Atlanta and I approached the folks at Kroger and asked them what they thought of the idea of us opening a Chinese to-go operation. And they thought it was a great idea. Brilliant. And about 18 months later, we opened. Wow, it took that long. So it's really cool. You go inside a supermarket and in, in the middle of Georgia, there's a kosher Chinese place. Yes. Phenomenal. We would love that in New York. You want to come franchise by us? No. No? You think we don't have enough kosher kosher Chinese places in New York, but uh, but why I'm saying is because I love your Chinese food. Thank you. It was excellent. Thank you. So how did you learn? Like, how did you set this all up? Well, before I was kosher, I came to Atlanta in '74, and I befriended this Chinese fellow here in Atlanta. And when I came up with the concept to do a kosher Chinese, I approached him to see if he would help me, and he helped me throughout the process. He helped me find cooks. Though we've changed cooks over the 21 years. Right. Uh, actually, I'm on my second head cook. She's been with me 20 years. Wow. So that's the stability in the business and the consistency of the product. Well, you know, 22 years in the business, in the kosher food business, is like a thousand years. Because, I agree. Because, you know, they come and they go. And the fact that, you know, if you last more than two years, like, wow, like, it's amazing. So, so we, he actually bought me lunch. I did. I said, you know, we can't just chat about food. We have to eat food. We are a multi-dimensional show. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, we need forks. But wait, Jodie, I know how to use chopsticks. You know why? I'm probably not so good at it, but see? Not bad, right? Very good. In Australia, where I grew up, if you wanted to eat Chinese food, you had to make your own Chinese food. Really? There's no kosher Chinese food in Sydney, Australia. I don't think now. We had some at some points, but... If you want to, so my parents become really good Chinese cooks. Very good. They they love Asian food, and when they come to America, they always go out for Chinese, but they make it themselves a lot. And Sydney, all my birthday parties when they were like when I was like what, my twenty first birthday, my sweet sixteen, it was always Chinese food. Chinese food. <laughs> all right. Your birthday must have been on a Sunday. Why? Jews love Chinese food on Sunday. Really? Yeah. I thought it was yeah. on on the twenty fifth of December. <laughs> Well, it's I'm like closed a, because Kroger's closed. <laughs> but you're right. Right? But, but it's not like a big day. Chinese, right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so what is the specialty of the house? What have I got here? Well, here you have your steamed dumplings with chicken inside. <gasps> I love dumplings. Okay. Okay. Some, a little birdie must have told you that. Okay. Okay, those are just crunchy noodles. Crunchy noodles. Okay, I love when you go to the Chinese restaurant. Do they do that? Do you guys do that? That when you sit down, they put the, ch the chips in front of you, the duck sauce? Uh, if I had a sit-down restaurant, we would do that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I could just eat these all day. Have, I've said Mazzonna, right? Have Mizona. I said Mazzonna? I yes. said Mazzonna when I ate those cakes before. So fresh. <gasps> so I can tell the difference between when they were fried the night before and this. Delicious. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Why were these fried the night before? No. This is amazing. Yeah. And fried They're very good. If we don't have the crunchy noodles, some people won't buy the soup. But can't you say it's it, you you're frying them at the right temperature. The oil, getting the oil just right to right. that sweet spot where it's not soggy is not right. so easy and, and so you have to use clean new oil. Clean what? Clean new oil. New clean new oil. Okay. Right. Okay, we're gonna get back to that. I'm excited. What's in here? Fried rice. Fried rice. With peas, carrots, and eggs. Peas, carrots, and eggs. Okay, great. And what's in here? You already know. Chinese sesame chicken. That's it. That's I'm what so you excited. <gasps> this brings me back to summer of whatever it was that year, 10 years ago. It's probably 10 years ago. 10 and a half, because my kids are 11 now. So, all right. So, these are not so common on a menu because they're time consuming to make. Well, what we do, we make 200 of these at a time, and then we freeze them. Uh -huh. Then when we need them, we take them out of the freezer. Now, these are a little on the healthier side because they are not fried. Right? The, do you put them in soup or you just eat them on like this? We eat them like that. We also fry them. We can pan fry them, we can steam them, or we can deep fry them. Okay, so I'm just going to go right in there. Mm. So good. I like them. This is delicious. I we like can them. never get these in New York. I never know where to get them from. What? Yeah, I'm serious. You don't get this in New York? No, not on this. Not on this quality. Oh, now I, we're I talking even, a different story. No, Quality. but I, I don't think Quality. I've seen okay. them on a menu. I don't think I've seen them on a menu. You see egg rolls, fried egg rolls, with steamed dumplings. If you guys know in New York, email me Naomi at nachamsegel.com. I'll be happy to go try them. Very good. This is so delicious. Okay, I'm going to save these a little bit for later because i got to get through everything. And I know we've got Alex Edov next. You know what? Alex is going to make some deep fried food with me also. Okay, very good. Once I'm flashic, I'm going to, you know, Go eat it, it all. Go all right, it. so we eat rice. Okay, I'm going to give the rice a skip. But I want everyone to see. I'm going to put it on the plate. It's funny. I'm the only person in the world who doesn't like rice. But I see you've got veggies in here. 
Let's see if I can even even pick it up. It's a skill, right? <laughs> see, I can I can do the dumpling, but are you good at this? Are you good there's at There's a fork. Oh, there's a fork. If you want a fork. It gives a little peckle, a little package of cutlery. Okay. Now I'm just going in for the kill for my favorite Chinese chicken. What is the secret to you? Can you share a secret with us? What separates Then it wouldn't be a secret. What separates your food from being like every other Chinese rest, kosher restaurant? Because you have a really good reputation. That's a that's a good question. Wow. That is a, I don't know. I don't know what the other restaurants do. I just know what we do. I don't know. It's delicious. So good, right? It's made with a southern heart. It's made with southern love. Southern, southern love. love. And no MSG. And what? No MSG. Oh my god, no MSG. It is so good, Yoni. This is amazing. Battered and fried with just the right... Can I charge her now if she likes it so much? Can we charge her? <laughs> I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> to remember a food from 10 years ago is really like... And I've eaten all over the world a lot, like, that I remember your restaurant in Atlanta at Kroger's. You Thank really you. did something Thank right. You. This is Thank so you. delicious. We try hard. Okay. This is really cool. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> okay, so how many restaurants are there, um, you know, senior restaurant? Are there a lot of restaurants in Atlanta? Kosher, now, kosher since restaurants? when you started? Yeah, kosher oh, restaurants. Oh, when I started. Compared to when you started, like in the last 20 years. You're asking me to go back 21 years. Yeah, I'm just going to use my hands And I have a hard now. time remembering yesterday. <laughs> Jody, how many restaurants do we have? How many restaurants years? are there? I really do. Well, now today, yeah. you can count on one hand. I think we just have maybe three. Right. Right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of come and go. Right. I remember being here and having like a dairy restaurant. Is okay. There's still dairy restaurants. But the dairy restaurant operated for about 24, 25 years. Wow. And we've been there almost 22. So our goal is to beat the 24. Well, I wish you. Bis 120. My grandmother always used to say until 120. Oh me. Uh, and beyond. This is Thank so, you. so, so delicious. Uh, is your family all living here? <coughs> yes. Well, I have my son is in Denver, but the rest of my family is here. <coughs> How far is Denver from Atlanta? Too far. I know, right? Way too far. <laughs> is it further than New York by plane ride? Oh, no. I think Denver is, what, three and a half hours? And we're about two hours. Two and, a, two and a bit hours to New York. Okay. No, I just, you know, you can tell that I'm not American. I don't know my geography so, so well, but, you know, I'm not not too bad. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. This Thank is super you. delicious. Enjoy. Everyone, this is definitely, Atlanta's definitely a destination vacation place. Um, and I have friends that came here for winter break. You've got something for everyone. You've got the Coke Museum. You've got the um, aquarium, which... I loved it as an adult, and I went. My, my youngest was only one when we came, so we re really enjoyed it. And in the summer, it was beautiful. It wasn't too hot. I don't know. Did I get lucky that it wasn't too hot? Oh, it gets gets very hot here. I get humid. It gets humid. Very okay, but humid. your winters are pretty mild, except the snow that they had. The unsnow snow, snow, snow day, and we might have snow this week in New York. Hopefully, we'll get back home today safe and sound. Um, but you've got great choices of places to eat, so there, there's definitely um, make Atlanta your next destination vacation. So very good. Thank you so much thank for coming you for on the show. Us. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm going to leave all this here. Thank you. I'm going to leave all this here because we are going to we meaning me. Maybe I'll share with Yoni. 
this food over here because it's amazing. Maybe some of the studio audience wants to try some if they're game to be flayshik at, you know, early in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm always re ready, willing, and able. I always say if I have my coffee in the morning, I can go flayshik after that. <laughs> Very good. All right, great. Thank you so much for joining us. Ruvan Michal Robbins, owner of Turn Around, show them the logo. Chaiti King in Atlanta, Georgia, located inside of Kroger's. Give him a clap. I want everyone to see the awesome uh, uh, logo on the back there. Okay, we are going to have an incredible cooking demonstration right now. I'm very excited. Um, there's nothing better than deep fried food, right? In fact, I love fried food so much. There are several recipes in my book. Where we go? Perfect flavors. Thank you so much. Bye. This is great. Um, for fried food, I have a big battered broccoli, I have a southern fried chicken, I have fried goat cheese. Everything basically that we've done today is, <laughs> is uh, in the book. Um, and we've done, we have uh, have a book signing going on. It's been so much fun. Between the two, uh, we had a little break between the first and the second hour. Um, and we are moving right along. Okay, Alex, should we get set up? While you and I schmooze, we're going to set up, we're going to multitask. Do you know how to multitask? Even though you're a guy, right? We always say that only women can multitask, but guys can too, right? I try. Okay, so Alex. Start cooking. I might just ask you to hold the mic. Okay, yeah, you're going to hold that up to your face, though. That's right. Have a good one. Okay, is that better? Okay, great. All right, so what do we need? We are doing the traditional. Southern fried. I'm going to teach you how to southern fry anything because there's really one exception to. Besides for southern fried chicken, southern fried by definition is something that is fried in a mixture of cornmeal and breadcrumbs. Oh, okay. So that's what you can take whatever you want. They have swamp cabbage fries, they call them. They're hearts of palm. And that's, um, uh, you know, just take hearts of palm, slice them in half. Is that like this. a thing? It's a thing. Oh, and they're called I, swamp cabbage. I told him don't do it. Don't it's do okay. it's hearts like of palm because uh, I don't like hearts of palm in my salad. But it's a thing. It's a thing. Swamp yeah, cabbage? It's, thing. it's more of a low country thing, like the coastal uh, southern regions. And cool. Okay, uh, so we do flour. Yes, right, flour first, egg second, and then the like an egg wash, like an egg wash. Right, so you always want it, whatever you're frying. You always want to coat in flour first, of course, because you want the egg to stick. So yeah. So the breadcrumbs will stick, and the cornmeal in this now, case. Now, now in my book, I I was told to not egg the chicken. I marinated uh -huh. in like buttermilk, which was right. soy buttermilk, right. like which is soy and vinegar or lemon mm -hmm. juice. I can't remember. I don't know in my recipes by heart. Only potato, potato kugel and khala. So so. Um, we marinated it overnight, and then I did f the the flour mixture, and then the and then the fry. I think. Right, right. So there's different uh, methods for making uh, fried chicken, and you can always. Yeah, I got some of my stuff down here too. Okay. Um, but careful, it's already filled with oil. Yeah, this is and filled with oil already. Ta da ta da! I try to prepare. <laughs> we we're, we've got everything hidden locations right. on the set here. We're sneaky here. Okay, okay I'm gonna grab. Well, okay. I don't right. want to get. Me. Okay, you go. You can bend in that one. So we, uh, You're we young. Got, we got one you more. can bend. I forgot we had one more thing down there. One more thing. Okay, okay. So that wasn't too bad. Ta-da! Give right. us a round of applause. We made the food appear of out of nowhere. Okay, good teamwork. Okay. okay. So, let's go ahead and get started with that. And I just want to follow up to the something that Roberta was saying. You were asking her about what southern food is. What I think this got shifted. Give me one second. There we go. What southern food is? No, you have to. No, no, no. You have to push this down first. I use these on my chop competition. Yep. Who wants a chop competition in Atlanta? There we go. Woo! Give that light. One second. I don't think that. It's not going. 
Oh, there we go. So you, got the, you got the magic touch. Because, I just did everything no, no, no. you did. I always tell people, <laughs> when we do, I use these in my chop competitions. I always tell people, push down the lever, right. turn it till it clicks. I'm always afraid to like push the door too hard. Or pull, you know, um, so I'm, I'm terrified of breaking something, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This here. is not so delicate. Right, so okay. Let that heat up. Anyways, while that's thing, what we're going to do today is I have, uh, we have pickles. I, I like to make Southern Pride everything on my website. I have, uh, which is bourbonandschmaltz.com. I was going to say, yeah. brand new website. Today's a milestone day. He's starting a yep. new, he's rebranding. He's that's not right. just starting. He was the kosherologist mm -hmm. and he's been on table for two before, twice. Right. Um, and now he's rebranding to... Bourbonandschmaltz.com. Why so bourbon and schmaltz? So it's, what is I'm, that? I'm a, I'm a fourth generation Atlanta boy. I'm a fourth generation Southerner. So I, I grew up surrounded by Southern food and Jewish food. And it's just they're both to me like the classic comfort foods. So that's what I want to say. I want to follow up to something Roberta said as you were talking about what Southern food is. And to me, it's just it's quintessential comfort food. And it's got so many different cuisines, you know, infused into it. There's Native American and African cuisine and Spanish cuisine and English is just really? so much so it's a lot of fun you know it's not you're not limited to really one cuisine when you're eating southern food and to me it's the same thing as it's like a Jewish melting food, pot right? food I like to call it an eclectic delicious mess Oh, so that's I like the way that. I think of it. A fried, eclectic, a fried, delicious. yeah, for most things. Can we just talk about four generations? Sure. When did your family come? So my great-grandmother was born here in 1888. <gasps> that's the year Australia was discovered. Really? Yeah, the I first fleet. That. I'm learning so much. No, it was much. the year of the first fleet. Was That's the like your Mayflower equivalent. Uh -huh. um, is when they send the convicts out. Well, not really Mayflower. <laughs> but, you know, the first settlements right. that came. Georgia's also a, we're a prisoner... Uh, Oh. Refugee, whatever you call it, you know, it's uh, a, a, a settlement of prisoners. Of, a, uh, a penal prisoners. colony. Right, right. Yeah, that we put so the convicts to work. We have something in common there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my great-grandmother claimed to be the first baby born of Russian Jewish parents in the city. Uh, everyone prior to that were German Jews that had lived oh, in Atlanta. So the Yekis. Yep, so I'm, I'm an original. Born and bred and uh, grew up in the food business. My father had a kosher bakery right over in that corner over there. He's still going? Then, not anymore. He had it for 20 years, closed in 2000. And uh, I have a bakery in my basement. Maybe I'll include that on the tour. I don't know if you're up for it. Okay, but yeah, uh, we'll eat anything, uh, anywhere, you know, anytime. So it's uh, basically what got me started in all this and my helped me develop my love of uh, Southern food. Okay. And, uh, so anyways. It's the only food you really knew. It's the only food I really knew, that's right. You know, on the Shabbos table, I had, uh, you know, Jewish food. There was simis, there was chicken, but there was also collard greens and black eyed peas and cornbread. And, you know, it was always. I had, had cornbread. I tried cornbread. That's right. I saw you had some it was cornbread. Delicious. It is good. Like the gritty taste because it had mm -hmm. some texture. Right. And speaking of gritty taste, that's what we got here. Polenta and grits are technically this the is same getting thing. Very hot. Is it? Okay. Yep. Thank you for keeping an eye on it because that was yeah. a big addition. So let's turn that down. And we're going to turn it off. That works. Now it looks like it's ready for frying. The open the door. Thank you. Thank let's you. get that open. So I guess to answer your question, if I can multitask, there's. It's very hard. There's the answer. It's hard to fry on camera in front of a live studio audience That's with right. oil boiling. Yeah. That's right. That's hard for anyone. Okay. So maybe we should go ahead and start with the Okay, what uh, am I? So you tell me what to do. Right, I'm rolling so up the sleeves. Sleeves are going up. With a real it's off. The power is off. I don't want the smoke alarms going off. Okay. <laughs> I like it's to keep things exciting. It's always fun on table for two. We've had the smoke alarms go off and go make like plenty of times. Th I think I see some people there were at my yeah, uh, BJ demo. I set off the smoke alarm Can there, we didn't keep I? The door open. It's always I like to add excitement. I do too. As long as it's not at my house, I'm totally okay. Uh, we are having fun here on table for two. Anything. You know what might be fun? Some deep fried cheese. That would be fun. I've I would like. Right. 
We can do that, but you're, are you, okay, well, yeah, I'm flashing, so it's now. not happening. Well, we could have done it. <laughs> but Natural & Kosher makes delicious mozzarella. I actually have a recipe in my Pesach book. Um, uh, I Maybe we'll get a log of it. Um, the, um, the sliced mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first saw that, all I could think was, I'm going to schnitzel that. Right. <laughs> can I get a log of the Natural & Kosher sliced cheese? You know which one I'm talking about? Thank you, Tippy from... There's spicy peach right here in Atlanta, Georgia. I've even got peach nails here as we're having a fantastic show. I just want to show everyone what we were talking about. This one. No, this one. Oh, I have done fried goat cheese. You can do the same thing to this, to the goat cheese. And you can do, these already come pre-sliced. I don't know if you can zoom in on that. Do you see the slices? See how it's already pre-cut? The first time I had this, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm going to deep fry that. And I did, and it was and it's stretchy on my website, um, the Aussie Gourmet. Um, and um, it's also a version in in uh, perfect for Pesach. Uh, I got a really good version in here of um, of this. Okay, guys, All right. let's do this. Let's fry, Alex. All right. Fry, baby. So let's start with the. If you want to grab, this is a uh, polenta slice. Can I use this? Right here, you can use that. Yep. Got it. All right. So polenta and grits are basically the same thing. I don't know if you've ever had grits. No, I've never had grits. It's so southern, right? It's so southern, but it's, they're, they're good. So this so is now I can turn this back on. Yep. Okay. All right. So basically we're flour. flour, right? And we're frying. Right, just cut both sides. We're going to start frying. All right. So you're a pro. I fried quite a few I things s- in I my know. day. <laughs> All right. I don't need to teach you the southern fry. But I want to, I've I'm never had southern fried so polenta. I've had f- deep fried Oreos. Yeah. That's, that's good too. It's delicious. You know what? They say deep fried dirt is good. That's true. <laughs> deep Anything, fried shoe. Like you can't go wrong Batter with, uh, fried. Can't go wrong with deep okay. fried. Okay. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to pick Anything, up the polenta with it. Okay. Uh, all right. And then just the and just, that there. Now, now, now talk so to me. What's in it. here? So this is just a, it's half, uh, half seasoned breadcrumbs. I use the Jason's breadcrumbs oh, and it's half fine cornmeal. Fine so cornmeal, right. not the coarse, not the coarse right. one. Okay. Right. It's not extra fine. It's uh, just fine. So not you don't want it like flour. This is too slow. So I like to use my hands better. Okay. You can do that too with every you know. In here. And throw it in there. Yep. Now what temperature should the oil be? So oil should be at 350. You really want to usually bring it up to 360 because when you put your food in there, it's going to drop back down to 350. That's your that's your goal. So. And what you got there? Another piece of polenta. I'm doing yep. another polenta. Okay, We're yeah. going to be eating it this. It always pe- works better with your hands, doesn't it? And it makes yeah, it I can't. Too. Um, I've so much. I don't even wear gloves at home. Only when, like, maybe sometimes on Instagram because right. people go. Ugh. But really, I like. I really like to use my hands. And you want to make sure it's really well coated. Right. Okay, Alex. Do we need to check on this? Because yep, things fry very these, fast. Right. You want to do that about 45 seconds to a minute, typically on each side. So we got some. Well heated oil there. Literally. What did we knock down? It's just a. Oh, if it if we don't. Oh, so okay. Good. Oh, do we need that? Nothing electrical. Chutney. Oh, yep. I've got to take some works. back. I had a lot of I had a lot of chutney in South Africa on my on my, oh, oh, sorry, on my recent right. trip to South Africa. Yeah, I'm cool. Mum hands. There we go. All right. I'm just gonna lower that heat. Okay, what about right, some so tomatoes? Or should I do another polenta one? Uh, or we can probably just, we'll move on to the tomato, I think. So let me go ahead and flip this. we got some tomato. real hot oil there. So these are pickled green tomatoes. Okay, I like to I've do never had pickled. pickles. I've, I've never, never fried pickled tomatoes, but I've pickled, you know, I mean, I've uh, fried uh, cucumbers, uh, pickles, excuse me. 
pickled cucumbers. Yeah, I'm and, shutting uh, the power off of for course, now. That works. All right. Yeah, I might need to wash my hands. Get a napkin before I have a. Uh, oh, I did. I have a paper towel reserved. There we go. Oh, he's so organized. I'm I love it. I try. Okay, right. we're gonna. I'm gonna do a few because we're all gonna want to eat this, right, guys? Let's kind of fan that a little bit. Alright. I'm going to turn the heat back on on this. Alright. Let's get that there. Okay. It goes from the flour into the egg. You f okay, I really want to try this. I cannot wait. There we go. I've got a really good lunch. I've got a green smoothie. I've got Chinese chicken. I've got fried green tomatoes, and I've got to go eat around Atlanta afterwards. That's right. I wish we still. What? We used to have a southern restaurant, but it closed. Unfortunately, oh, really? we did. Couldn't called they wait? Twelve Oaks, and it used to have a line on Sunday, waiting. You know, people just waiting to get in. It was a I like something like that around here again. Yeah, you need. I I always say. Have I got flour on my face? Thank you. Thanks, Babs. That just means you're having fun. Keeping me clean. If you don't have flour on you, <laughs> better, then you're better. not having fun. Right, there you go. I've got flour all over my hands. All right, these are... Give it a minute. Like I Cooking said, my, fa my father was a baker, so I'm used to seeing people that are just covered, covered in flour. Covered in flour, was, right? It was weird when it closed. It was the first time I'd seen them was like looking clean. And Dad, you're not gray. There we go. Let's go ahead and get these. We can shut the fire off, I think. Keep okay. the smoke alarm from going off. I'm always worried when I do shows about the okay. smoke alarm going off. There we go. And then I just, I chose, you know, usually I like to make my own sauce, but I figure they have so many fun sauces here at the Spicy Peach. They and do. peach just really works. You know, we've spoken a lot about the, the stuff at Spicy Peach. They mm -hmm. have a very eclectic right. um, choice of foods that they sell. Mm -hmm. You know, a selection, very right. eclectic selection. Right. I, I, I cannot get over all, like from meat and board, to um, some of the, 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 they have this halva bobka over there. Oh, wow. I mean, that's amazing. Like, yeah, it's nice to have these uh, options here. Are you ready for the? Yeah, uh, I'm ready. Thank you. come with some uh, water wet as well. Wet ones, there. wet ones. That's right. So okay, let's see. right into the fry. It's going to fry <laughs> it some more, but I don't want to. Where else? Okay, there we go. it's all right. I'll clean up after the show. No worries. No worries. Okay. All right, uh, now we get to eat it. Okay, so what what's the sauce that you normally would eat with this? So for, it depends on what I'm southern frying, but I usually use a mayo-based sauce, and then we'll mix. I have uh, bourbon mayo. A mayo-based mayo mayo sauce. Right. Okay. And have you, you know, heard of Duke's mayo? No. That's like the southern mayo. <gasps> you should buy some and take some. They don't sell it here, but we can pick it up at a regular supermarket okay. later. You know, uh, Whitney Fish of uh, Whitney, Ju yes, Ju Hungry. Ju Hungry. She, she lived here. She, I think she's from Marietta, Georgia, which is like 20 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, no, it's she close She orders by. on Amazon and has it shipped to her in L.A. What's the other, so Mayo Kewpie? Kewpie, that, yeah, that's, uh, I've never tried that. It's actually it's not bad. I'd it's like a little expensive, that. but it's quite good. Mm -hmm. I happen to be a big Mayo fan. You know that I have bourbon in my cookbook, mm -hmm. the steak. I have uh -huh. a steak and mustard bourbon, Dijon steak. So yeah, it's excellent. Making me hungry. So okay. I'm just gonna put a little of this here if you want. Okay, of course. I peach love chutney. chutney at the, right, peach chutney. Okay, chutney, we have that. Okay, so I want the polenta one first. There you go. Okay, so this is. The, I'm gonna snap it in half. Just mm. want to show everyone on the camera, and in the audience. Mm. Okay. To break my diet. I know. There's no diet around me. No one's allowed to diet. 
I don't even want bracha. So I think you made it already. It uh, the, I'm uh, covered. I'm covered. I should wash yeah, before the beginning of a show. Oh, thank you so much. You only just bought me a wet towel. <laughs> thank you to clean my hands. Oh my god. So you got to try grits. So usually, if I were making this, this is a nice shortcut for grits because it's already, already congealed and rolled up for you. It's so nice. So grits is polenta. Basically, it's just uh, you know uh, how many corn, how many grits. Ground What's corn. how many? What's how many? I don't know what this how Do you know how many exactly is? But is there a reason? What's the how many part? I know it's corn. It's, it's just it's just fine. We're getting it's we're getting an explanation from our audience. It's larger. It's the larger kernel corn. It's a, okay. But it's 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 a homin, It's called how many corn? How many grits? Is how many grits? It, yeah. Which is a corn. Right. How many? How many? It's my accent. How many? I, I understand you. Uh -huh. How do you guys say it with your accent? Harmony. 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 I say harmony, which oh, to them sounds five, like how many. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta keep eating. This is so good. Thank you. Okay. I guess you can't go wrong with southern fry. And then we have it. It's amazing. All right. The uh, tomato there. Do you eat that with a with a? I would I would try. Yeah, I figure I'll a dipping sauce never hurts anything. Nah, I'm all about the sauce. Yeah, no. <laughs> Does it pass the test? I love anything tomato. Mm -hmm. I have to say, this could be easily a deep fried pickle. Yeah, so that's what it I has. That it works. pickly taste. You can't really distinct distinguish between a tomato and a pickle when it's been battered and right, fried. Right. You have that like briny, pickly, vinegary flavor, and then they're fried and crumbs. Right. You know, you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> okay, so what else? Do, what's the what's the typical um, thing that people fry here? The most popular chicken? I'd say fried chicken. You know, like uh, Roberta was saying, you know, so easy to go out and buy it, but you can always make it yourself. I just put a recipe on my new website for shawarma spice fried chicken, so you know, you can kind of play up the flavor. Mm. So it's uh, you know. You can always make food your own. That's always the uh, secret. So it's right. spice it how you like it, fry it, bake it, cook it, you know. Enjoy it. That's the main thing. Right. Enjoy it with food and family. That's right. That is absolutely fantastic. Okay. Talk to us more about the transition from kosherologist. Talk about what that was mm -hmm. and what it is now. The transition. Okay, so kosherology was basically my way of trying to explore the world of kosher and to, I, I had a section on there. I, w I went to uh, Kennesaw State University, which is 25 miles north of, uh, of here, of the city. And I majored in culinary sustainability and hospitality, which is a very long-winded way of saying culinary and hospitality management. And I was trying to share some of what I was learning there online and trying to share my love of food online as well. I don't feel like I really got across with the, uh, you know, sharing what I was learning there because it's hard to take class and then, you know, not being able uh, to eat translate it. that over to, you know, sh sharing experience really. So right. once I graduated, I figured I can kind of transition into something I'm more easily able to share and Wait, more passionate about. You were cooking? About. You were so cooking. I was, uh, it was, I had a few cooking classes there, but it wasn't all about, it was more, you know, how to run a restaurant and how to run uh -huh. a catering business. Okay. And so it wasn't, there, there was hands-on cooking, which they were very amazing and how they worked with me on, you know, making sure I did everything halakhically correct. Right. Uh, but it wasn't really, it wasn't culinary school. Right. In its truest sense. 
So, um, so, so once I graduated, and it took me a few years to figure out, like, how do I want to redefine this where I can really come through sharing what I'm passionate about? And I thought, well, I love Southern food. I love Jewish food. And uh, it's, it's what I know the most, you know, mostly Ashkenazi Jewish food, but I, I love Sephardic food too. I Yay! love shawarma. I, I love and, uh, all food. I do, all I'm with you. All I'm good for cuisines. everything besides for fish. Um, what? I can't eat fish. I don't know what it is. It's just no fish. No fish. <gasps> Not even gefilte. Really? Really. Are you sure you're I Ashkenazi? Think, I think something scared me when I was a kid. You know, I must have seen a bad fish or it looked at me it's funny. So I don't know. We uh, we <laughs> love fish. Okay. No sushi. No sushi. No ceviche. Are we still friends? Yeah, because you make this. <laughs> yeah, no, I happen to be a big fish person, but that's okay. We, we shall remain friends. Okay, and now? All right, so now I just figured, you know, I'm going to go full force. And I checked with the, uh, I'm not sure if our group is really still in uh, yeah, working order. <laughs> I don't know. So we're part of this, before there was WhatsApp, mm -hmm. we're, Alex and I were part of this bloggers group. So whenever one of us would post on our website, per se, the other, they would tell everyone, I'm posting, please comment right. because it gets more views and it helps the search engine optimization, right. SEO. <laughs> Sound it. like I know something there. So it would help and that's that was before all the, the, all the right. WhatsApp groups. So, before so Instagram. Before Instagram. Bef right. People already on Facebook. On the, People right. were on Facebook. So we really support each other. Was if someone had an idea, like with you, mm -hmm. you put up on our little group and then you... Right. So I was going to say, you know, I checked with the group and said, what do you think of bourbon and schmaltz? And does that does that get you more excited than kosherology? And it seemed like a unanimous yes. And uh, so I just, I went with it, you know, and I'm hoping I, it's a... Uh, I think it's brilliant. Like all that stuff is it. in schmaltz, marabones, herring, right, like it's all, all the, You know, it's just it's all the real flavor. You know, right. It's, it's all That's in that. so true. Right. And I, I also have, have... I'm sorry. No, I was going to have a ton of duck schmaltz in my fridge. Oh, really? That's good. That's, oh, that's it's an extra stuff. depth of flavor. Right, but, you know, my kids are like every once in a while after I make duck, mm -hmm. like I'll fry some potatoes in it and right, some, with good. some really good salt. Oh, it's a vibe. That does sound good. I was going to say, in addition to uh, the recipes, I have a section on American Jewish food history, oh. mostly culinary based, and that's something I did have before on kosherology, but not as polished as it is uh, now. So you that's get more, more polished. You get... Very, so it's a multimedia. I have a lot of videos and old Jewish advertisements, Yiddish advertisements. It's about really? the, the, the Jewish experience in America, you know, mostly from a culinary base, but there's a few, little bit of other things in there. And, uh, you know, it's for people that really just kind of enjoy Jewish culture and history. So that's, you know, not, that's not so Southern-based, but just the American-based. Uh, I think that's fantastic you know. because a lot of the stuff is gotten lost or forgotten or food is always evolving. And, you know, I've, I've gone to Kosher Fest for 20 years mm -hmm. and I've seen the evolution there. Right. So you're taking this back a hundred years right. to big America, not just right. say Secaucus Kosher Fest, right. and, and you're giving us the history. Right, and I figure it's, it's very important to learn because I have like a I have an article on Crisco, and how it became kosher, and it was really that's when uh, the the Mishkiach system, how it is today, where it's set up where Mishkiach goes in and checks in on a big yeah. company. It was really set up with Crisco and how they marketed Crisco to the Jewish community. What is it? I, I don't understand. So uh, about the how the, so I'm saying how a 
Mashiach, you know, they today the factory-based Mashiach yeah. work is where they would go in every once in a while, check in, make sure all the procedures are set up according to halacha, yeah. and then would put a stamp on the products and say, okay, this is all, it's okay, you can eat it because we've been into the factory, we can tell you it's... So they did that with Crisco, was that one of the right, first? It was one of the first where that was set up, and then I think uh, Heinz Beans was really the first company, I think, to have an OU on it. So we, uh, Yeah, I know, think I've, I've heard that. Gil Marks, have you read his mm-hmm. stuff? He's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, he passed away... 2014 or 15 he was on the show I was flicking through um, the art you know I have all my shows by the way are now being on on, uh, a podcast I was gonna say iPod they're podcasting and I was flipping through and I saw some with of Gil Marks I saw saw one of yours I watched mine last night I thought I can't look at it it was uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to watch yourself it's very hard it's hard to listen to yourself but you should know I watch my own stories Mm-hmm. Every day, just you get That's better smart. if you, you see your quirks, right. and then you can make sure you don't do them right. the next That's why I watched my video last night. It's, uh, from it's when you I made cheese on your <laughs> you were on the si- table on the side. We made farmer's cheese in the mm-hmm. store. Okay, I remember that right. long That's time a ago. All right, so guys, you can follow Alex on. Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, and I'm on Twitter too. I'm not sure Twitter, how to work well, it, but I'm on there. I mean, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to work Instagram. But, I'm still but, working on that. Okay, I can I can give you an Instagram lesson, but you Twitter's only a few words or something. Yeah, it's very annoying. Words, you have you know. to write like write in like code. Uh, right, all the politicians love it, so maybe I figured you know. There, maybe one, I'll, I'll move there's up one in, this in world particular that likes it, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, great. So this has been an amazing creative space that we've. had cooked up today with um we made a nice mess I think. we and made a nice successful. mess but if it's me you're right no mess no success that's right I, I like that, that saying. that's good okay can we all write that down okay this has been an incredible show alex thank you for coming on i thank look forward so to hanging for out with you me. this afternoon Likewise. we're gonna whoever wants to can come with us we're gonna check out the sites of atlanta culinary wise so mm-hmm. all right after after maybe the show i might be quite full so um we are moving into our last, I'm just checking up on the, the last uh, little bit of the show. We've got about uh, 20 minutes left uh, of Table for Two. Episode 200. Unbelievable. I just, you know, I'm very excited to announce to everyone that even though season one, I think, was already podcasted on iTunes, we have now all seven seasons um, on um, podcast. So just type in table for two and they will come up all 200 shows. It's unbelievable. Uh, just a thank you again to all the sponsors over the years, Abel's and Hyman, Natural and Kosher Cheeses, Marzipan, AHC, um, Traditions Restaurant was one of the first back in the day. I think they were the first sponsors of the show. Um, I said Abel's and Hyman, of course. Uh, Seth did it for two years. He was amazing. Um, so we should do hot dogs in here. Okay. Alex, come back. Hot dogs. Is that like a thing? Oh, they call it a corn dog. Right. It's a corn dog. Okay. Cool. Um, 
All right, we're going to clean up the set a little bit. I'm going to welcome Janet from the local Judaica store. So come on up. Uh, Janet, hi. I'm nice Esther, to actually. Janet is the owner. Janet is the um, owner, and you are Esther. Corner, and I've worked for them for 20 years. Okay, so Hi, let's hi. give you a microphone so we can actually hear your beautiful voice. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and Thank welcome you. to Atlanta. Thank you. It's such a great city. This is my second time I'm here. I was oh. here about 10 or 11 years ago. And I well, love we're so happy you're here. Thank and you. so we sell your books uh, at Judaica Corner. We've sold um, the Pesach book. I, in fact, I have I have them both myself. I bought, of course. Thank you. And when all the uh, brides come in to register, one of the first things they ask for and put on their uh, registry is your cookbook. Thank you. So we sell a lot of them, and we appreciate them. They're phenomenal recipes. Thank you. I really appreciate we're just that. So happy you're here. Thank you. And so. Uh, Judaica Corner is a mom and pop store. The owners are from Iran and um, been been in business 32 years here in Atlanta. Wow! So we're like half a mile from here. Would love you to stop by. Sometime. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop by. Maybe Judaica I'll find Corner. Some books. So we sell a lot of your books. Okay, so fantastic. It's a we're pleasure. gonna make we're gonna make that on our stop on the way back. Talk awesome. To, talk. To, I, I was gonna ask something about how long have you been working there? A uh, good 20 years. Okay, so now I want to talk to you about the history of what you've seen, the evolution of kosher cookbooks. Because for a while there was like really nothing going on. Then in walk, I mean there was Noreen Galette's, her amazing book. She's been, I think she's in her umpteenth reprinting of Second Helpings, please. So yes. Noreen, you are the leader of the pack. <laughs> um, but they would go a bit quiet then. Then in walks Susie Fishbein and I think changed the game. <laughs> no question. Right? And one of the things that are such a big seller for the cookbooks and you have as well it's literally we look through and see all the phenomenal photos. Yeah. And they are the most appetizing. I mean, even today I was looking through your book and um, the pictures to me make it. And they're not so hard to make. They're not so hard to make. Uh, helps. Yeah. See, I can follow. Very That's easy, easy to follow. And, and I made the layout of the we love instructions that. very easy. Just very love clear it. spaces Truly. and numbered. Um, Miriam Pascal, a huge. Shout out to my photographer. Oh, I noticed that. Yes. She's done two of her own books. Um, Fantastic. Two of my books. And I can't wait to see what she's cooking up next always. Yes. And for me, when it's just the recipe, I, it's harder for me to follow and want to make it. So when I but see But can it, I tell you something for me too? Visual. Really? For me too. It has become I, such a thing that we rely on is the pictures. Oh, The no visual question. image really helps us. It's the way... Our brain has been trained now. Yeah, visual. It's, it makes a big difference. Don't show And me I do have both it. of these books. And I love thank them. You, and again, we you. sell a lot for, um, and they just make the best gift. Hostess gifts, bridal gifts. Thank you. So, That's so nice. You. I didn't know she was coming, so it's like such a treat <laughs> to hear from you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for me too. Oh, Janet, wow. is sorry she couldn't be here today, but she asked if I would come, and I'm are you kidding? Oh, I well, love these I'm books. So, honored. so it's I'm such really an honor honored. to meet you, and thank you. thank you for all you do. My pleasure. Wow, that was so nice. Thank you thank so you very much. much. Wow, that was really nice. You know, you, you your book, it's like having a baby and you release your babies into the world and you don't know where they're going to end up and they end up in Atlanta, Georgia or Johannesburg, South Africa or Sydney, Australia or London or Europe. I've gotten people from Switzerland sending me pictures of the book. From around America, I, I, I love it and I really embrace it and I 
I'm so grateful. The gratitude I have towards everyone who's bought the book is just, there are no words for me to express. I just, a big heartfelt thank you for everyone who's been behind me and supported me with the book, especially Nachum and Miriam, Yoni. They've like, you know, as soon as the book came out, what can we do for you? What can we do for you? What can you do? Like, they were amazing. So it's it's very exciting. Matis as well. Thank you, Matis Weingast. I host on Sunday mornings on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have an incredible lineup. Remember, you can listen to our shows, NachumSiegel.com, uh, on the app anytime. Or we are, my podcasts are up and we're working to get uh, everybody's shows up on the podcast. And uh, maybe we should, like, I think the oil's cooled down. We're going to clear space because we have the very important ladies who make this place happen. I'm going to hold this. I'm getting two out of three. Mama's not coming? Okay, that's okay. No, whatever she wants. I want people to be comfortable. Sippy, I want people to be comfortable. I'm having Jody and Sippy on the show. The hostess is here. The hostess with the Moses. They say the southern... Ladies, there's no one. No one else has southern grace like the southern ladies and the southern hospitality um, of of Jody and and Sippy. Okay, we need an audience. <laughs> I'm your audience. <laughs> we we have a we have an audience here, ladies. We have microphones. I'm just kind of actually. I need a little sip of a drink, and it happens to be this delicious green juice right here. Mm. See, Sarfagi, I'm it still drinking. Nervous, what? For what? The table. The table. The table. Oh, yeah. We'll shake it outside. But, you know, we had a good time here. We messed around in the kitchen. We made a kitchen here. Yeah. Hey, we're we're right. Yeah, right? We got a few bites. Okay. Did you eat the cheese boards? Yes. Is there any cheese left? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. So let me introduce everyone. I've been talking about that I'm at the Spicy Peach. Who is... The spicy peach. Who are? Who is? Who is. are? Is. Are no. Um, the people are. People, people are. are. The store is. <laughs> there you go. Grammar lesson. One oh one. From her mother. From her mother. <laughs> <laughs> My kids could never turn to me because I don't know. I don't speak well. I don't write well. You know. <laughs> okay. Who who is the spicy peach? Who are the spicy peach? No. Who is? Sounds better, right? Yeah. Okay. We have Jody. That's Jody. I'm Tippy. Tippy. And I'm Lydia. And Lydia. Jo- Tippy is Lydia's, Lydia's daughter. daughter. Right. The three of them. And I want to be. Oh, that's so cute. I'm sure they've taken you in. They have. Thank God. The adopted sister. They are the... the not the like a bad stepsister. Pulse of the store. A good stepsister. <laughs> I better not be. Yeah. I just said. You're a good stepsister. Okay, we want to keep the store intact. <laughs> okay, so when did you guys all start this store? When did y'all start this store? Y'all. Uh-huh. Y'all. Five years ago, on January 14th, we opened... Okay, and why? Why not? We needed it. Atlanta needed yeah. it. It was time. It was time. Do you have a, uh, a, a meat shop, a grocery shop? Where do you buy your meat? So and there's Quality Frozen, frozen is the... No, co- not Quality Frozen. I meant Kosher Gourmet. Kosher Gourmet is the um, kosher butcher shop here. Oh, yeah. It's down the street. Oh, wait, it's an actual butcher shop? Yes. Yeah. Like just a freestanding shop that just sells meat? Yeah. Because they're gone in America. Right, he is old I mean, America, New York. No, uh, it, he's a real butcher. Like he's a real butcher. Like a real okay, butcher. I want to go there after. Can you guys, is it in this lot? It's like no. a few shopping centers over. Okay, I want to see that. Because we don't, everything in a, in New York has become a supermarket. They will have the every, you know, it's all inside. But you have stores within a store, right? It's a store within a store. Right. 
So this so is we a just freeze. Don't have all shops. Okay, that's like the, how I grew up. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's very nice. I like that. It's it's much more friendly and better customer service. Yeah, totally. Not that you know the other ones don't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's over like just a few. A mile away. Mile away. And he's been here for a long time. Family-owned business. Okay. Nice. Family-owned business. Okay. And where do you like your fish market? Where's your or what? Your what? fish. Like, or what? Oh, oh, they don't eat fish in Atlanta? We eat fish. We don't have a fish market. So where do you buy Kroger your fish? Kroger sells a little bit, and Whole Foods had, but Whole Foods is closing this location oh. in our neighborhood in a month or so. But we wish you would change yeah. your mind, Whole Foods. We'll have Every a little Wednesday word. We do fresh kosher cutting. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the Kroger here in their deli section will carry, like, fresh salmon and Sometimes tuna and tilapia fresh, but that's pretty much about and, it. And what about, uh, so bakery? Yeah. yeah. You have a bakery? A what? Inside the Publix, our no. Publix supermarket Stern's here has their, their bakery is all kosher. Okay. All right. So and then we bring in from New York, from Stern's and Reisman's. Right, and right. Yoni's. And well, we have somebody who bakes challah for us. Okay. So the big question for me to you guys is, why do you have stuff that we don't get? Like, are you sourcing this specifically? Like, green curry paste, man. That's amazing. Well, Jody's I'm really cool. I was going to say, Jody's like a shopping genius. <laughs> oh, Jody! No, seriously, like, it's amazing. How did you, like, where to find the it? products. Because I didn't grow up keeping kosher. So you... That is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not grow up eating pacha and borscht and... Um, Chopped liver, you did. Yeah, but with ketchup on white bread. I gavalt. I gavalt. Yeah. Okay. I grew up eating Brunswick stew and I even country know fried steak. And I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's really good. I'm coming for shoppers. Yeah. And my grandmother was Southern, and we would have like Jewish food once or twice a year. But like other than that, like, right? You know, like baked chicken, potato gogol, but Passover. He even had corn kugel. Ah, oh, <laughs> like Sephardim. That's <laughs> Sephardic. Okay, honey, did you hear that? Yeah, but it could yeah. be Sephardic. That's you know. But she's but not southern. <laughs> okay, whatever. Southern Poland. Okay. Southern Lithuania. Southern. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so so. There's not a lot of like uh, big kosher supermarkets. So this is the only all kosher dry goods store? Yeah, we're under yeah. the local VOD here okay. in Atlanta. So everything you buy here is Check been approved? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but keep in mind, we're sandwiched between a Kroger and a Publix. Kroger so is the supermarket. So is Publix. Publix is also a big as supermarket. As far as what we're going to sell um, and our little store, what we're going to pack in here. So that's why you find a lot of different and unique products that you're not going to see in the regular grocery stores. We're not going to carry the matzah and the gefilte fish. We let the supermarket carry, carry that. that. You don't want to be in competition with them in any case. But we will carry wandering queue pepperoni bullet. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ari White. There you go. We have a great relationship with the supermarkets because we're not carrying what they can. They send people to us. I really, that's so them. nice. Pesach is really cool because we almost have like a walkie-talkie system going <gasps> with we have customers coming here who are looking for certain products that we don't have, but we know Kroger has. So we'll send them to Kroger and we'll text the manager at the Kroger 
kosher department saying, I'm sending over a woman. She's wearing a flowered shirt. She's not sure what she's looking for. Can you help her? It's on your aisles. And he'll do the same to I'm us. I'm going to cry. Well, that Israelis, is so amazing. Well, the Israeli, young Israelis who've never made Pesach before, they come in looking for sugar and salt and cocoa. But mind you, they come in the afternoon of Erev Pesach. Right. But we tell them, <laughs> we explain to them, you don't need special hechsher for those few products go to the supermarket no 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 i don't know i don't know i don't know so we text our friend over at the kroger he meets them in the salt aisle and shows them he's got his beard and his keeper they trust him and they'll show him and you could buy that God, i'm like so blown away by this but i think three jewish mamas right pull that off Right. Yeah. Send them to Judaica store for their. Wired. You know, they're looking for stuff for the seders to make it interesting. We're sending them to Judaica corner. They're looking for their meat. We're sending them over to, you know, Steve at um, Kosher, at Kosher Gourmet. Gourmet. We we send them to wherever they need to go because that's just how we work and how we know to do stuff. And we help them. They're sitting there. I'm having all these people. I don't know what to make. I'm trying to look for an easy recipe. And because we're all three Jewish mothers who cook and entertain, we can help them with finding a simple sauce and adding a few spices. So they're like really Instagrammers delicious. as well. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> We're total bloggers. <laughs> we were Instagram then before there was Instagram. Yeah. We you're an Instagrammer. Instagrammer. We That's what I am. People I call myself FaceTime. Instagrammer. We people call us FaceTime and Sippy will go around from Chattanooga, from Savannah, Memphis. from Memphis. They need Yeah, things. what are the surrounding big Jewish communities that are not in Atlanta per se? The Savannah and Memphis. Um, Charleston. North Florida, like Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They'll come in. Kroger, after Valentine's Day, starts putting out their Pesach stuff. So right. it kind of gives everyone a heart attack. Um, <laughs> God, my God's going to be kosher to Pesach <laughs> right. any minute now. So they get very nervous. It's the P word. So people come traveling in about a month before Pesach looking for those items that they know their cities are not getting, calling us saying, are you ready for Passover yet? Like, do you have your stuff? And we're like, after Purim, relax, after Purim. I just want you to know, as of this, the, this show is on Wednesday, but it's going to air on Friday. That means when this airs, eight weeks till Pesach. It's, it's, you know, Not you're ready. Us. Are you, are you ready? <laughs> We're ready. I might We're come ready. here to do my shopping because you have really cool things. It's, it's really unbelievable that like things from around the world you're finding. Right. And how did Meet and Board find you again? I found them on Instagram. Ah, uh-huh, amazing. Well, I, maybe I, I, maybe I, I made you follow them. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I go, I'm on Instagram. He's Nachum's cousin. Oh, really? Nachum and, and Yehuda cousins. Hi, Yehuda. We love your product. I love your candied bacon. Yeah, it's I a big know. seller. Same with your sugar-free bacon. Uh, what is it? The sugar-free jerky. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He bought a board in, and I, I, I loved his board so much. I said, can you – I want to buy a board from you. I bought a board off him to take home because I loved it so much. The liver. Did you try the liver thing? She did. Did you try the liver pate? In, in his that's thing. That's not my thing. Oh, really? But the jalapenos. Because it needed ketchup. The jalapenos, <laughs> our jalapenos are that's awesome. My thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a great product. This store is filled with great products. I, I just, you know, people have told Thank me. You. People Thank have you. told me, when you go, can you bring back kosher green curry paste from New York? And I'm like, really? You can't get it? I mean, I knew you couldn't get it, but you could get it in Atlanta, not in New York. And it's true. Yep. Okay. What is the most unique product that you have besides the curry paste? So unique to Atlanta or unique? The Jewish community at large so, or you can, you know, okay, you can so answer in two I parts. Think, okay, <laughs> I think there's a few things, okay? So um, the We Asian can close products, that door if people want. Like the curry paste yeah, is big. exciting and the Coconut fish sauce milk. are exciting. But a couple of like innovative was just getting balsamic glaze here from Tuscanini. Woo! 
I bring that in from Israel and I bring that from France. And so now to have one here that's easy to get to. We I used think that it today. Is fabulous. Exactly. We, we used mm-hmm. it today. That Tuscanini glaze, that balsamic glaze. I use it for Rocks. everything. So to have that, it's just an innovative product. Right. Um, you know, even the truffle pâtés and the truffle paste and the you know truffle oils and truffle salts and truffle honeys, like all of those products and the oil, they're really unique and they're absolutely delicious. If anybody ever's cooked with them, um, and I think that's something that's like unique and special. Right. That you don't necessarily think of, but. When if you I've taste had it, a bad day. Yeah, it's the I best make a really ever. hearty pasta, and I get out my big jar of that white truffle pate. <gasps> it's so good. Delish. I might add. She even eats eggs now tomatoes. because if she puts truffle pate into her eggs, she'll yes. eat them. She'll but can I just say? But I heard that's fest. amazing. It yeah, is. she had it at Kosher Fest. Oh, yeah. Oh, so next year when you guys come, we'll hang out. Absolutely. Oh, my God. We have a whole pajama party. There's a whole bunch. (laughs) There are like six of us that go and we sleep over there um, so we can be there for both days and not having to go all the way back to Long Island. We have a great time. come to our hotel. Yeah, we stay across the street. You can. Yeah, same with us. And we go out to (laughs) eat. I have a really big dinner. So do we. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna join us. Okay, I'll yeah. add you to the WhatsApp group. <laughs> but you know, wait, I'm going back to cool products. Okay, so yes, here cool products. Store, we've been able to source out Cadbury chocolates, which <gasps> yes, I'm gonna Cadbury has to be one of the best chocolates ever. Yeah, it is such a fabulous chocolate. Yes, it's not Halvey's Roll. Sorry, but the quality of chocolate is outstanding. Yeah, I grew up on um, it in Australia. Right, so we've been able to source out from South Africa the ones that are approved that we can sell. I that just bought something some when I was there. super cool and super unique. And thanks for coming. And when you could get the anchovette, because we've had the anchovette up until recently. What's that? It's, it's like, like anchovy pate. Oh, it's that must be interesting. They put it on toast with butter. Super yes. umami. Wait, is that like Vegemite? When are you having Australian Vegemite? We'd love to get Vegemite. We would that. love to. She might. She we want my mum to bring you some. Does she want to bring some cases? No, she can't. She can bring a few tubes. <laughs> you can sell them at a very high price. I'll sign them. <laughs> Naomi Nachman's the breakfast South growing up. I'm running in. The Australians. For the their, Australians. For their Vegemite and their marmite. Are there any Australians living in Atlanta? Yeah, sure. We have a few. Yeah. Rabbi of the uh, Chabad show. Of the big Chabad. Who? Of the main Chabad. Who? Rabbi New. Yes, Oh, uh, yeah. They're from Melbourne. I'm from Sydney. So I know of them, but I don't know them. Um, okay. My daughter-in-law is also from Australia. Rickle. Rickle. Okay. Lobstein. Okay. Chabad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. It's it's amazing how how the Jews get to travel, right? Yeah, like, even totally. in this day and age, we're not running away from persecution. We're running away because, Baruch Hashem, there are job opportunities and all over the world for from Jews. And, Absolutely. And, you're feeding I see all these us all. programs, and this person's going to this program and that program. They're like in Beijing. It's unbelievable. Everywhere. It's unbelievable. I, I, you know, I, like I, I get Thailand one. That yeah. one I went. I went. <laughs> so I went to Thailand. But for Pesach? Uh, for Pesach? No, no. I went for. I went for. You, you're not going to have real Thai food in Thailand on Pesach because a lot of it is kidney oil. Or, or hummets. <laughs> right. So I got to go to Thailand. I do a lot of traveling with uh, on Kosher Legacy Tours, and we went to Thailand. It is beautiful as you think it is. It's gorgeous. Like, people should travel, and it's so easy in this day and age. And Chabad makes it easy. And Chabad's even t- everywhere. I, mean, you I know. S- I just got back from Cancun. Oh. Fabulous. Oh, it's a, did you eat a Chabad? They cooked for Shabbos for us. It's amazing, right? It's so easy. You can go to Australia and see my parents. <laughs> we just came back from 10 days in South Africa. It's unbelievable. Come to Atlanta, Georgia. There's 
great things to do here. Great hotels, panini's great food. Salad bar. Oh, paninis. Yeah. We didn't even touch on the fact, and let's talk about it now, that you have almost a mini restaurant in here at the back. We have a grab and go, you know, takeaway, which is great for people, especially when they come to Atlanta, to go and do activities here. They can call, get their sandwiches, their salads, their soups, and then they just go out and do Atlanta. And, and the weather's nice. They can sit outside. There's, that's there's, it's great. Now, we're talking about an expansion? Are we, are we, we gonna, are. We are. Double, God willing. So, so the store is going to expand so we can see even more really cool products. After Pesach. Yeah. After Pesach, but you're going to have a pop-up shop and a for Pesach Purim. shop. We have a pop-up shop for Purim next door in the space, and then after we'll switch it over for Pesach to have a pop-up shop there for Pesach. Fantastic. And maybe we'll sell some more perfect for Pesach books in there. Hi, David. As, as it sits on top of the flower. Gibalt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. It's, it's a glossy cover. You it's a glossy it down, cover. You know. We will literally have oh, to wash that down. Yeah. We will have to literally wash that down. Okay. No, we don't have to blow torch. Hot water. Guys. Big hug, group hug. Thank Thanks you so, so much, much for, for having oh me. Coming. I'm going to come over and give you a hug. Yeah. So Lydia, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I finally got here. I finally Yay. made it. We said if we don't care if we get stucky. We're going to get to Atlanta and do this show. <laughs> we'll figure out the rest of it after. And Yoni, good to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> but really, I just want to thank Nachum and Miriam and Yoni for from the network for Thanks, putting Nachum this all together. Miriam. Spicy Peach, guys, you're amazing. Thank you for hosting. Thank Natural you. and Kosher Cheeses, thank you so much for sponsoring the show and kosher.com for the swag and Flashix Magazine for the magazine. Um, we're really excited to be in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much. You are normally expecting the music at this hour with Mark Zomik, but it's going to be on the next hour <laughs> coming up right now. And there's, after that, there'll be music sponsored by our friends at Kedem up until candle lighting. Shabbat shalom, y'all from Atlanta, Georgia.